Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. New Assistant by JK1979 Chapter 01 Over my corporate career I have discovered that there are certain milestones that you pass. I started my first job at 22 and had spent 21 years slowly, but steadily climbing up the ladder. I began in a small shared cubicle, then earned my own. As the team I supervised grew, I eventually earned an office, then finally, one of the corner offices with the windows that wrapped around. My company was a bit old-fashioned. Most other organizations had gotten rid of most offices or made them out of glass, preferring a more open layout. Here, however, they kept to the more traditional layout with cubicles on the lower floors and executives in larger offices on the upper levels. Outside of each office was a small desk where an executive assistant would sit. I was pretty proud of myself for having achieved all of this. I grew up a small town kid, smart but a bit awkward. As I moved the last of my stuff into the large space on the 35th floor of a 38-story building, I felt like I had finally made it. It had not been overnight. Some of my colleagues were a fair bit younger, kids who grew up rich with all the right connections. That was not me. I was 43, and I had fought the trust fund babies all my career, crushing them and stepping over them, step by step all leading towards here, senior vice president of the Eastern Division. I sat down in the large, super-ergonomic chair that was behind my wood desk and leaned back, savoring the moment. The company was traditional in the office design as well as the layout. Behind me I had two walls of windows that gave a panoramic view of the city and let in light. My desk was large and wooden, with the front going down to the floor. I had two comfortable leather chairs facing my desk and a leather couch and a coffee table on the side of the room. There were bookcases on the walls that weren't all windows but they were mostly empty. I knew I would fill them eventually. I walked to the tall mirror on the wall beside a coat rack and looked at myself. I had held up pretty well over the years, I thought. I was five feet ten inches, my hair was blonde, and cut short. I ran my fingers through it. It was a bit thin, but still there. My light blue eyes regarded myself above my full-trimmed beard. I was wearing a blue suit with a white shirt and dark blue tie. I ran most mornings so I was in pretty good shape. I was pretty pleased with myself at that moment. I straightened my tie with my left hand and glanced at the simple gold band that I wore there. It reminded me that I had promised to call my wife later and let her know how my day was going. My self-reflection was interrupted by a knock at my door. I called out for the person to enter, looked over and saw a young woman standing there. She was beautiful. That was my first impression. Her auburn hair was pulled back in a tight, professional-looking bun with only a single strand loose, hanging over her cheek. Her face was oval, behind heavy black framed glasses, her nose was small with brown freckles across the bridge and her cheeks. Her lips, plump without looking fake, were painted with a subtle color. I could not stop my eyes as they wandered down her body.
She was wearing a black and white striped sweater with a neckline that cut down in A.V. It was professional looking but I caught a small glimpse of cleavage. The sweater was large enough to mask her true bust size but I got the impression that her breasts were quite large. She had on a black skirt that came to mid-thigh and hugged her hips, and presumably her ass, quite nicely. Her legs were clad in dark stockings and had cute, anklet boots with a short heel on her feet. I guess her height was somewhere around 5 feet 4 inches, 5 feet 5 inches. I shook my head, hoping that I had not been ogling her for too long. That was the last thing I needed. An HR complained on my first day in my new role. Um, I said, a bit confused as to why she was there. Hi. Can I help you? Are you Brian Whitecastle? She asked. I nodded. That was, indeed, my name. Her voice was a bit husky, something I had always found sexy in a woman. Great, she said. I'm Tara, your new executive assistant. Very nice to meet you. I was very confused. I had interviewed a dozen candidates for the role of executive assistant and had hired a young man named Pete. This was clearly not him. I think there has been a mix-up, I said. No offense, but I didn't hire you. I don't think I even interviewed you. I don't know anything about that, sir, she said. I was just told by HR yesterday to report here this morning to help you get set up and take on the assistant duties. So, is there anything you need? I'm already working on your schedule and we'll have that done in about half an hour. Would you like a cup of coffee? Sure, I said, still a bit flummoxed. I'll take a coffee. Black. She turned and left the room and shut the door behind her. I reached for my phone and punched in the extension for the woman I knew in HR. Mandy, I said when she answered. How are you? I'm good, Brian, she replied. I had always liked her. She was in her thirties and quite pretty. Occasionally we would flirt a bit at office parties. How are you settling in? It's pretty early on your first day to be calling HR. Did you just want to chat with me? As much as I love talking to you, I said, chuckling. I'm a bit confused. There is a girl here. Tara, I think she said her name was, and she says she's my assistant. I thought I hired Pete. Oh, Mandy said. Did I forget to include you on the email chain? Damn. I'm sorry. Pete had a family incident so he can't start work for a few months. I had to find a replacement quick and Tara's old boss, you know Mike? From finance? He retired. So I transferred her to you. You'll love her. She's great at her job. Oh, I said. Damn. I like Pete. I hope he's okay. But what about the others I interviewed? I kind of wanted to build my own team. She was the best I could do at short notice and I really need to place her somewhere. Don't worry. I think you will like her a lot. And if she doesn't work out, come to me in a few weeks and we will figure something out. I sighed. I did not really like having someone thrust on me like this with no notice. Okay, I said. I'll give her two weeks, but likely I'll want to hire my own. Okay, Brian, Mandy said. Sounds good. Look, I have a meeting, so I have to go. Follow up in a couple weeks. Bye. I sat back and hung up the phone. I shook my head and placed my laptop on my desk, opening my email. Tara returned a few minutes later with my coffee. I glanced up at her, thanked her, and took a sip. My eyes widened. This was the best cup of coffee I had ever had in the office. That's really great, I said. I bring my own beans from home. I'm glad you like it, she said smiling. She had dimples when she smiled, I noticed. Oh, 
I said, unable to stop myself from smiling back. Don't waste the good stuff on me. She laughed. Only the best for you, sir. I take pride in my job, and my job is to make your life easier and better. So, shall we go over your schedule? I have today done and am working on the week, but need some feedback. She walked around the desk and looked over my shoulder, leaning forward, hand palm down on the desk beside me. I couldn't help but notice that she was very close to me. I could smell a faint flowery perfume wafting from her. Her sweater fell forward a bit, a gap between the knitted fabric and her body forming and I couldn't help but steal a glimpse. I saw more cleavage and freckles across the tops of her breasts and collarbone and just the edge of a white brow. I quickly flicked my eyes away to my laptop screen, hoping she hadn't noticed. For years I had shared an assistant with other managers, and that meant I had to do a lot of these types of things on my own. It was new to me to see my day perfectly laid out without having to do anything. It all looked very good. My morning was blocked off for review of documents that I would need to understand for my new role, and the afternoon was mostly taken up with the staff meeting with my team, introducing myself and setting expectations. What's this purple time here? I said, pointing at the time block between 1 p.m. and 2.30. Oh, she said. That's for your lunch break. I shook my head. That's too long. I said. I usually take around 15 minutes. An hour and a half isn't necessary. I think you will find it is, sir. She said, almost firmly. As if she knew better than I did. You will often have lunch meetings that will take at least that long. Also, most upper management takes at least that much time. If they find out you aren't, they might resent you for making them look bad. I sighed. There were obviously office politics that I didn't fully understand going on. I moved on the rest of the week, requesting some adjustments, and after a bit we had it all figured out. Well, I said, I guess this looks good. I'm going to read some of this. I tapped the pile of papers beside me. Good, she said. You will find my summaries on top of each file with all of the pertinent points laid out. And posted arrows pointing at all of the sections I believe are worth reading deeper yourself. I raised my eyebrows. When did you have time to do all of that? I asked, surprised. It must have taken hours. Oh, she said, and smiled shyly. I wanted to be ready for today so I worked on it last night. It's just me at home, so I guess I had time. I was surprised to know that it was just her. I had assumed she must be married or with a live-in boyfriend. She seemed like someone that would be locked down. Okay, I said. I appreciate it, but please don't burn yourself out for me. I'm pretty independent. Just part of my job, sir, she said. I'll be just outside at my desk. Buzz if you need anything. I'll close the door behind me. You can leave it open, I said. Most people close them, sir, she said. For privacy when you get calls and stuff. She left and closed the door behind her. Her summaries, it turned out, were perfect. She was clearly good at her job with a sharp mind. She caught aspects of the documents that I might have missed if it wasn't for her work. I carefully read the first few documents thoughtfully just to be sure, but soon realized that I could rely on her notes. It made the work go much faster. Soon it was 1 p.m. and I heard a knock on my door. Come in. I called out and Tara entered. What would you like me to order you for lunch? She asked. I'm sorry I should have asked earlier. In the past I had seen the parade of nice meals heading up the elevator to the executive levels and had always been a bit jealous. It had not occurred to me until just now that I was now privy to all that. I hadn't thought about it. I said. 
I guess I could go with a burger. What are you having? A salad today, I think, Tara said. I made one this morning. Did you want to eat in here with me? I asked. Then frowned. Wait. Maybe she wouldn't want to spend her time with her boss. Only if you want to, of course. I'm just not used to eating alone. Of course, sir, she said. I'll bring it in when it arrives. You don't have to call me, sir, I said. Brian is fine. That's okay, sir, she replied. If you don't mind, I'd prefer to call you, sir. I like calling a man, sir. She turned and walked out of my office. It seemed like she blushed a bit when she said that, but I dismissed that as just my imagination. I could not ignore that hearing her say that made me feel a certain way. I licked my lips but then shook my head. I was reading into her statement things I was sure she did not intend. I felt a pant of guilt and picked up my phone, dialing my wife's work number. Brian, she said, picking up on the other end of the line. How's it going? How is your first day? Pretty good, Janice, I said smiling. My wife was very proud of me and my success. I think I'm settling in. I guess I will find out as time goes by. How about you? How's work? Janice was a social worker, working for the city. It was a thankless job, and it took a lot out of her. To her credit, she had not become jaded and still enjoyed helping the people she could. Not bad, she said. Same as usual. How is that new guy Pete working out? What's it like having an assistant? Funny thing, I said. Well, not funny. I guess he had a family thing and can't work for me anymore. They gave me a different one. Her name is Tara. I think she might be better than he was anyway, so it might work out. I'm trying her out for a bit. Oh, Janice said. That's too bad for him. I know you were looking forward to working with him. What's she like? She seems very competent. I replied. We will see, I guess. There was a pause. Is she pretty? Janice asked. It sounded like she was teasing, but I had no intention of falling into any kind of trap. Normally Janice was not a jealous woman, but she occasionally had her moments. Yes, I said honestly. There was every chance the two would meet, and it wouldn't help me to lie now and get caught out about it later. I guess she is. Young, though. I'm thinking mid-twenties? Seems good at her job, though. Okay, Janice said and then laughed. Well, don't get caught checking her out. We don't live in a world where you can get away with that anymore, thank God. I know, I said laughing along with her. No jealous crisis here. I realized and felt better. One wrong move and I'll be me too'd right out of the building. And you should be, Janice said. If you were to act like that. But I know you. I'm sure you will be good. Anyway, are we still on for supper tonight to celebrate? We sure are, I said. Tara knocked on my door just then and came in carrying takeout bags. I gestured for her to place them on the desk. Okay, I said. I have to go. My lunch is here. Love you. Love you too, Janice said and hung up. Tara and I cleared the desk and spread our lunch out. Was that your wife? She asked. Yeah. Janice, I said. We are going out to Hank's Steakhouse for supper tonight to celebrate the promotion. Tara nodded. I think I can do better than that if you want, she said. Nothing wrong with Hank's but I know a girl who works at Maison D's. I could probably get you in. I raised my eyebrows. Maison D's was one of the hottest French restaurants in the city. Tara pulled out her cell and made a call. I couldn't help but watch her as I ate. She sat up very straight, 
but now that she was closer and I had the time I could really check her out. She was not trying to be sexy, I knew, but it oozed off of her. I mentally guessed that her breasts must be D or double D sized, above what looked like a thin waist. Her legs were crossed but that made her skirt ride up a bit, showing me more leg. Her stockings ended high on her thighs but the way she sat I could see the darker edge to the top of them. I couldn't help but wonder what kind of panties she was wearing. Done, she said finally, interrupting my examination of her. I quickly averted my eyes, hoping she hadn't noticed. If she did, she said nothing. Reservations for 7.30. I'll cancel the ones you have at Hank's. She opened the plastic bin that held her salad and I dug into my burger. We chatted for the 40 minutes I had left in my schedule for lunch and got to know one another a bit. I learned that she was 24 years old and had taken some basic business classes, but had found a good-paying job as an assistant and dropped out to pursue that. The pay was good, and she didn't like school. She was unmarried and did not have a boyfriend. She lived alone in an apartment not far from the office with a cat. I'm not sure how I even learned all of that. Looking back the conversation seems like a blur. We easily moved from subject to subject. She learned that I was 43, had been married for 12 years, did not have any kids but did have a dog. I lived in a townhouse downtown and had been a career corporate worker. Finally it was time for me to have my staff meeting. I stood up, pulling the napkin out of my collar where I had tucked it to protect my clothing and crossed to the mirror to retie the tie I had undone to eat. I was about done when Tara walked up to me and reached out, grasping the knot and fiddling with it, straightening it. Finally she nodded and placed her hand, palm down on my chest, and looked up at me, smiling. You look good, she said, her hand lingering there. I was suddenly aware that she was standing rather close. I wasn't sure if I should step back, if I was being inappropriate, or if that would offend or startle her. The warm hand on my chest felt heavy, but comfortable. I swallowed, suddenly very aware of the woman in the room with me. I could feel my cock starting to get hard, and was worried I would make an ass of myself. Thanks, I said, unsure what to say next. You, you too? She chuckled. Thank you, sir, she said, finally stepping away. I hurried off to the meeting, trying to subtly adjust the bulge that just standing near Tara had caused in my slacks. The meeting had gone well and I left shortly after it was finished. I knew most of my team from previous projects so I knew that I could trust them to do a good job, and they knew that I would be looking out for them. I drove home, arriving before my wife for once, and took a quick shower and got ready. She arrived shortly after that and soon we were on our way to the best restaurant in the city. She was wearing a nice dark blue dress that showed off her figure quite nicely. Janice had always taken care of herself, and she looked very good for thirty-nine years old. Her brown hair was done up, rather than the loose style she usually wore. She had a simple silver necklace I had bought her some time ago around her neck, bringing attention to her lovely collarbones. Her breasts were still firm, a nice handful that I loved to explore every chance I got. I pulled her to me and kissed her, but she pushed me away giggling. Don't wreck this makeup, she said laughing. I don't wear it often, so it'll take forever to fix. I had not told Janice about the change in reservations, wanting it to be a surprise, and she squealed happily when we pulled up in front of the place. If your assistant can pull this off, Janice said, make sure to keep her. We had a very nice meal, basking in my success. It was eleven small courses of perfectly cooked French food with the woman I loved. I couldn't imagine a nicer evening. I had to drive home so I only had a couple glasses of wine but Janice got a bit tipsy, before we were done. I drove us home and we went into the house, 
up to our bedroom on the third floor. My wife thanked me and wrapped her arms around me, kissing me. I returned the kiss, my hand sliding up the front of her smooth dress to take her breast in my hand. I ran my thumb across her nipple, pressing my now hard cock against her stomach. She broke the kiss and stepped away from me. I'm sorry, babe, she said. Do you mind, not tonight? I'm feeling a bit wobbly and we both have to work tomorrow. I sighed and turned away from her, undressing and getting changed into the pajama pants and t-shirt that I usually slept in. Of course, I said. If you aren't in the mood, that's fine. When my wife and I met we had had an amazing love life. We fucked multiple times a week and had not seemed to be able to keep our hands off of one another. Unfortunately, as the years had gone by the libido of my wife had plummeted while mine had stayed steady, or even increased. It was the one sore spot between us. I had no intention to force my wife to do anything she did not want. I loved her and I respected her desires, so I did my best to contain any resentment that might have built up due to it. Sometimes it was not easy. I'm really sorry, she said. It was a really fun night, and I am very proud of you. Thank you, I said and kissed her on her forehead. I'm going to go read for a bit downstairs. I'm not quite ready for sleep. I left her there and went down to my home office. I had a bottle of bourbon there and poured myself a few fingers and opened up my personal laptop. It wasn't long before I was cruising through a porn site. It seemed like I spent many nights like this, frustrated and horny, needing to jerk off to get some relief. I thought for a moment and then typed in freckled girl into the search bar of my favorite site. I began scrolling through the videos looking for one that looked like Tara. It was dumb, I knew, and creepy, but I couldn't help myself. I stopped at one where the actress looked a little bit like Tara. The girl on the screen had more freckles and her body was a bit different, but I thought it would do. I fished my cock out of my pajamas and began to stroke, watching the porn star take a thick rod in her throat. My own cock filled my hand, about seven and a half inches long, pretty thick, uncut, with heavy veins running along the top of it. Precum had formed on the tip so the foreskin slid back and forth easily. After a few moments I sighed. This wasn't doing much for me. Sometimes the fakeness of porn couldn't get me off. I closed my eyes and tried to imagine my young assistant, trying to guess what she looked like without her professional clothing. I picked up my phone, moving to the directory. Sometimes the company had employees add photos of themselves to their account. I knew that when I called people my bearded face showed up on their screen. Maybe Tara had a photo attached to hers. I was disappointed when I found that she did not and went to flick away from that screen. In my defense, I was using my left hand, the right being wrapped around my cock, but instead of swiping away Tara's contact I accidentally hit the call button. My eyes went wide and I was about to hit the red end call button, but I heard Tara's voice on the phone saying hello. I quickly put the phone up to my ear. Shit, I said. Sorry, Tara. I didn't mean to call you this late. I glanced at the clock on my wall and saw that it was shortly after 1 a.m. I tried to think of a good excuse for why I would even accidentally call her so late. I was just updating my contacts on my phone and must have accidentally hit the call button. I'm sorry again. That's okay, sir, Tara said. I don't mind. You can call me anytime you need to. For any reason. I'm here to make your life as easy as possible. I inwardly groaned. How was her voice so sexy? I realized that I was still gripping my cock and could not help but to stroke myself. I appreciate that, Tara. I said. But it's really not necessary. It was honestly a mistake calling you. An accident. 
I'll let you get some sleep and see you tomorrow. Of course, sir, Tara said. Oh, since I have you on the phone, could I ask you something? Oh, I said. Sure. Great, she said. Actually, it's probably better if I give you a video call. If that's okay with you? What? I asked, but Tara had already hung up on me. I was looking at my phone, confused when it vibrated. I was glad that I did not have the ringer on. My wife slept deeply, and sound did not carry well in the house, but still. She would wonder who was calling after 1 a.m. Out of instinct I accepted the call, belatedly realizing that my pants were around my hips and my cock was out. My eyes widened but realized that Tara could only really see my face and wall behind me. I sighed with relief. That was when I took in the woman on my phone. Tara was still wearing her glasses but she was no longer wearing her professional outfit. The way her phone was angled I could see that she was wearing a silky top with thin straps over her shoulders. Her auburn hair was no longer done up in a bun, but fell around those bare shoulders. I could see that her freckles cascaded across those as well. After thinking about them all day, I was finally able to see just how big her breasts were. They were free under the top, and while they were large and heavy, they did not seem to sag. Her nipples pushed out against the fabric, the nubs forming tense. I swallowed and my cock throbbed in my hand. I gave it a squeeze but did not risk stroking it, in case she could see the movement. Maybe we can talk about this tomorrow. I said, realizing that this was not an acceptable situation. No, she said, smiling at me, showing me her dimples again. This can only be now. Okay, I said, trying to keep my eyes on her face on my phone. What can I do for you? Well, sir, she said, and seemed to be walking through her apartment. I'm trying to decide what to wear tomorrow. I like to prepare my outfit the night before. Will you please tell me which outfit to wear? I shook my head, surprised. I didn't really understand what she was asking of me. Your outfit? I asked. I don't. I'm sure whatever you choose is fine. You see, sir, Tara continued as if I had not spoken. When I have a boyfriend I like when he decides what I should wear. And I don't have a boyfriend at the moment so I think it would be a good idea for you to decide. My cock in my hand twitched. There was something so intimate about this situation. The way my body reacted told me that this was not a good idea. I'm not sure that's appropriate. I said. Let's just meet up tomorrow and again. I'm sorry I called and interrupted your evening. Here are the options, sir. She said, continuing to ignore my protest. She reversed the camera and panned it over a neatly made bed. Her bed. There were three outfits laid out on it, as if on display. I don't think this is necessary. I said. I think I'll let you go now. Sir? Tara said, reversing the camera to her face again. She was biting her lip. She looked vulnerable and oh so sexy. You don't understand. I can be a bit OCD and I have trouble with decisions like this. You would be doing me a huge favor. Just tell me which one you would like me to wear and I will wear it tomorrow. I sighed. Okay. That kind of made sense. It was probably a breach of some HR thing but she did sound like she needed some help. Okay. I said. Show me again and I'll let you know. Thank you so much. She slowly panned the camera across the bed once more. This time I had time to view each of the outfits. I considered each of them in turn. I could not help but imagine what her body would look like in each one. The first was a short sleeve black top with a white collar. It was paired with dark gray slacks with a high waist. The second was a white button-up blouse. The neckline seemed to be in a modest V-shape. It was paired with a red, textured skirt. 
The third was a silky camisole paired with a different pair of black pants. The top might not be 100% suited for an office but she had a black blazer sitting beside it, presumably to wear over it, making it more demure. I was a bit at a loss. I was not exactly sure what the correct path here was. I really wanted to see her in the camisole. It would give me a chance to check her out all day. I shook my head. That was the wrong path. I needed to avoid temptation. I guess the white blouse and skirt will be fine. I said finally, choosing almost at random. Thank you, sir, Tara said. I'll wear that outfit just for you. No. She continued and swung the camera to a bench she had at the end of her bed. Which bra and panty set should I wear under them? I could see on my phone that she had three sets of matching underwear laid out on display. The first one was lacy and black. The cups of the bra were a mix of lace and sheer fabric, and the panties were made of the same material and cut high on the hips. The second set was cream-colored, with the cups of the bra cut very low, with the panties a simple thong. The third set was red, the bra simple but the panties were also a thong. I couldn't help but pump my cock a few times looking at them. Ah, I said finally. This. This is inappropriate now. I'll let you go, Tara. The camera reversed to look at her again. She was holding her phone out at arm's length, giving a view of her chest up. I almost groaned with lust seeing her breasts once more, the nipples clearly hard. Sir? She said. Stop. You know some people might say calling your assistant at one in the morning is inappropriate. But I answered. I don't find it inappropriate at all. I like it. I like that you were thinking about me. I like that you called. And I want you to decide what underwear I wear at work tomorrow. Unless. She paused and I saw her free hand come into the frame, and unconsciously licked my lips as her fingers gripped her breast, squeezing it slightly, lifting it, as if she was presenting it. Unless. She continued. You don't want me to wear any tomorrow. They are pretty big to not wear a bra, don't you think? I could not think, let alone answer her question. I was stroking myself now, not being careful to hide the movement of my arm. I mean, with that blouse you chose, she said, her fingers finding her nipple and squeezing. My nipples will be on display for anyone to see. Maybe that's what you want. Do you want me to put myself on display? If you don't decide on which ones for me to wear, I'm going to have to assume you don't want me to wear any. And I'll do whatever you want. I'll show up tomorrow in that blouse and skirt with no bra and no panties. Her hand moved to her other breast, playing with that nipple. Is that what you are telling me to do? This had all gone too far, I suddenly realized. This was my employee. My wife was just upstairs. No, I blurted. That's not. I mean, the black ones. Those. Tara smiled at me. Okay, sir, she said. Thank you for your help. Is there anything else I can do for you tonight? No, I said, transfixed on my phone, jerking my cock. I don't. I can't. Okay, sir she said. I'll see you tomorrow. She hung up and the screen went black. I leaned my head back and jerked furiously, grabbing a tissue off of my desk and spurting a heavy spray of cum into it, groaning. I caught my breath and horror came over me. What had I just done? It was madness. I tucked myself away and went up and crawled, racked with guilt, into my bed beside my sleeping wife. I did not sleep well. I lay in bed for hours, staring at my ceiling trying to figure out the proper course of action. There was no way I could work with Tara now. Looking back over the conversation I realized that I was not the only one to blame. She had been goading me on all along. That being said I should have stopped. 
I should have hung up, setting clear boundaries with my assistant. Not jerked my cock like a fourteen-year-old while she teased me. I thought about transferring her. I knew Mandy from HR would do it if I asked, but she would need a reason, and I could not think of a good one to give her. Tara had performed wonderfully as an assistant the first day. There was nothing she did that would warrant a transfer. And if I was being honest with myself, did I want to transfer her? She was beautiful and nice to be around. My ego was definitely getting a boost from her attention. And she was good at her job. There was no guarantee that her replacement would be as good. I decided, laying there in the bed with the wife I felt like I had betrayed, that I would just have to have a conversation with her the next day. Let her know that I was flattered, but we had best keep things more professional. I finally fell asleep, but all too soon my alarm was going off and I had to get ready for work. Janice was already up and had made coffee by the time I had a shower and went down. She was feeling okay, despite having drank a bit too much the evening before, and kissed me on the cheek on her way out the door. I finished my coffee, ate a piece of toast and headed into work. Tara was sitting at her small desk outside of my office when I arrived. Good morning, sir, she said, smiling at me when I walked up. Did you have a good night? I took a moment to glance her up and down. She was wearing what I had chosen, the white blouse and black skirt. She had missed one of the top buttons, it seemed, and I couldn't help but glance down into her cleavage, remembering what she had looked like the night before, fondling her own breasts. Good morning, Tara, I said, determined to keep things professional. I had a good night. How about you? Oh, she said, still smiling, dimples on display. It was a very good night. I had a surprise phone call that really made me happy. I coughed and felt my cheeks flush with embarrassment. I could feel my cock begin to swell. Right, I said. I'm going to get to work. I walked past her quickly through the door of my office and closed it behind me. I took a deep breath and hung my overcoat over the coat rack and sat behind my desk. I knew I had to resolve this thing with Tara but still wasn't quite sure how to broach the subject. Later, I decided. Maybe after lunch. I opened the app that contained my schedule for the day, looking for a good time for a conversation with Tara, and glanced over it. I frowned. This was new. There was a 15-minute block in my schedule first thing that read inspection. I had no idea what that was. It had not been there yesterday. I scrolled through the week and the next and saw that it was the same every morning between 8.30 a.m. and 8.45. I pressed the buzzer on my desk and called Tara into my office. She stepped in and closed the door behind her. I noticed that she locked it, turning the deadbolt latch as well. I frowned. What the hell? Tara, I said, gesturing to my laptop in front of me. What's this? Inspection? It's on every day. Did we talk about that yesterday? No, sir, Tara said and took a step into the room, now halfway between the door and my desk. I added it this morning. Now that you are choosing what I wear, I thought that you had better get a chance to make sure I was doing as you said. It's all about accountability, isn't it? Right, I said slowly, not liking where this was going. It looked like we were going to have to have our conversation first thing. About that. I mean to tell you that. If you don't hold me accountable. She interrupted me. I might slip up. It's good for me. She began to slowly turn in a circle in front of me. I could not help but watch. The blouse looked good on her, and hugged her body nicely. While her sweater the day before had hidden her form it was very clear here. She had a large bust, but her waist was small. Her hips were wide and her ass, I saw as she faced away from me, was round and heart-shaped. 
She was wearing four-inch heels today, which brought her to a couple inches below my five feet ten inches, and they were doing their job, making her stand in a way that showed off her rear. I could not help it. I was getting hard under my desk. I did not dare reach down and grip myself, but I was sorely tempted. Yes, I said, unsure how to properly respond. I see. You wore the outfit. Very. Good? Still, I think that's enough. Let's get to work and we can discuss this later. She completed her turn as I spoke and her hands went to the buttons of her blouse. My eyes widened as she undid the top one then the second. Wait, I said. What are you doing? That's not. There's no need. The blouse and skirt aren't the only things that need to be inspected, sir. She said, completing the unbuttoning, her shirt hanging open, allowing me to see the inner curves of her breasts and the middle of her bra. You were very clear which bra and panties I was to wear today. She interrupted me again. You need to complete your inspection. She unclasped the skirt, the fastener at her left hip, and it fell to the floor at her feet. She shrugged out of her top, and it fell to join the skirt. She was now standing only wearing her bra panties and heels. The bra was incredibly sexy. There was lace on the undersides, but the cup was sheer, her nipples visible through the fabric. Her panties were a similar design, with the lace around the waist and leg holes, but sheer otherwise. They cut high on her hips, half of each ass cheek on display. Through the fabric I could see the slit of her pussy, shaved or waxed clean, puffy and enticing. Slowly, once more she turned in front of me, and I could do nothing but sit there, hard as a rock and admire her. Do I pass inspection, sir? Tara asked, facing me once more. I cleared my throat. Yes, I said, my voice almost cracking. Good, she said. I'm so happy you approve. She quickly pulled up her skirt and replaced the blouse before I could clear my head. She went towards the door and stopped looking back at me. I'm really looking forward to working with you, sir, she said. We have some meetings in about twenty minutes. If there is anything you need to take care of. She glanced down at my desk, presumably knowing that I was hard under it for her. Then she left. I couldn't help myself. I grabbed a tissue and jerked off, dropping the soiled paper into the wastebasket beside me. I leaned back in the chair, my cock deflating and groaned. I was in big trouble. It was a busy day and I never did get a chance to have a talk with Tara about lines that we should not cross. I had one meeting after another. Each time Tara would sit on the couch in my office taking minutes. I could hear the soft sound of her keyboard as her fingers flew across it, recording all of the pertinent information. Her work was flawless. After each meeting she would email me the minutes with action items listed on the top in a clear format. She was, regardless of anything else, incredible at her job. I couldn't help, however, looking over at her in the meetings, imagining the bra and panties she was wearing under her clothing. I wanted to cross the room, ignoring whoever was in a meeting with me and tear her clothing off and fuck her on that couch. It was a bit distracting. I ate lunch alone that day, heading out of the office, needing some space from her. She seemed to be a bit disappointed to learn that we weren't going to be eating together but she hid it well. It was shortly after six when I shrugged on my overcoat and went to head home. Tara was still at her desk, working. I'm off, I said as I passed her desk. Are you staying late? Just finishing up some stuff, sir, she said, looking up at me through her black framed glasses. I'll be leaving soon too. Okay, I said. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. Later she said, looking back at her screen and typing. What? I asked. Later? Later.
she said, nodding, still working. When you call me to approve my outfit for tomorrow. I stopped and sighed. I'm not calling you. I said. That. I am very sorry about that. I shouldn't have called and I should have never let it get so far. I won't be calling. I'm sorry if you feel like I led you on. She looked up at me again. Sir, she said. You have to call. Or I will show up tomorrow naked. I will not be wearing anything under my jacket. Do you want that to happen? What? I said, scoffing. You won't do that. Yes, she said and her voice was very serious. I will. If you do not tell me what to wear I will assume you want me to wear nothing. You'll get fired. I warned her. Probably, she said. She leaned back from her computer and looked up at me. I don't think you understand, sir. I'm 100% yours. I will do whatever you tell me. If there are consequences to that, well, that is what it is. But that also makes those consequences your responsibility. Do you want me to get fired? If so, don't call me tonight. It's up to you. She went back to work. I shook my head. I had no idea what to say. I turned and left the building. Of course I called her. I tried to resist. I sat there in my home office, wife upstairs asleep, spinning my phone on the top of my desk, sipping bourbon for a couple hours. I vacillated between calling Tara, following this thing between us as far as I could take it, and calling her bluff. There was no way that she would follow through with showing up naked. I was feeling manipulated and trapped. I had already let things get too far and was very worried that I was not in control and they would get worse. Part of me, if I was being honest with myself, wanted them to get worse. After several years of my wife's growing disinterest, I was excited to have someone who seemed to be interested in me. I looked at the clock. It was almost 2 a.m. I wondered if I had waited too long. I snatched up my phone and found Tara in my contacts and video called her. She answered immediately. Hello, sir, she said. I was starting to doubt you were going to call. She seemed to be laying down, her auburn hair spread out around her. She was wearing her glasses and smiling at the camera. I almost didn't, I said. I'm not sure I like where this is all going. She raised her eyebrows. Where it's going? Where what is going? You are just helping me make some decisions, she said, smiling slyly. Or is there something else you would like? I already told you I would do anything for you. I sighed. Just seeing her face, hearing her voice teasing me already had me hard. I don't know what to say to that. I said. I'm a happily married man. You and I should not even be having this conversation. I'm glad that you are happy, Tara said. I really am. And I don't want to change that at all. I just want you to be as successful and happy as you can be. Trust me. I can help you with your job. I am very good at what I do. I don't doubt that at all, I said truthfully. It's just the rest of it. The outfits, the... Inspection. I don't think. The outfits? You want to decide now? I thought you might want to chat a bit. But okay. She said, speaking over me. Here they are. She sat up and the camera moved further from her face allowing me to see more of her. She was wearing what looked like some kind of lingerie. Her large breasts were barely contained in lacy, sheer cups. I almost groaned and reached down gripping my cock through my pajama pants. The three outfits were on the bed again. The same camisole as the evening before was there as well as two combinations of shirts and pants. I knew Tara would look great in anything. Which one, sir? She asked me from off camera. I took a breath, 
diving in despite myself. The camisole, I said. I really wanted to see her in it. And, she said, moving the camera to three sets of bras and panties. I chose a pink set, thinking that I would like to see them on her in the morning for her inspection. The bra cups cut very low, and I was curious to see what her breasts would look like in it. My hand fondled myself while I made my decision. Can I ask you something, sir? She said, turning the camera back on herself after I chose. I guess so, I said. You love your wife. I get that, she said. But did she fuck you tonight? I coughed and considered hanging up. Instead I decided to be honest. No, I said. She did not. And yesterday? She asked. No. Last week? No, I said again. I saw Tara frown. When was the last time, sir, if you don't mind me asking? I sighed. It's been three months, I said. I felt some shame for some reason. It was a tough thing to admit. I see, she said. Then she nodded. Okay. That's good to know. Why? I asked. Why is that good to know? Oh, she said, shrugging. I just need to know as much as I can about you in order to serve you best. Anyway, is there anything else I can do for you tonight? Or did you want to get to bed? It's pretty late. I sighed. I should get some sleep. I said. You too. Yes, sir. She said. I'll see you in the morning for my inspection. I hung up and jerked off before going back up to bed. The next morning was a repeat of the day before. Tara came into my office and did a slow turn to show me that she was wearing the outfit I chose. The camisole was maybe a bit risque for the office. It hung to her large breasts and was loose in the neck. I knew that if she leaned forward I would get a view down her top at her freckled breasts. The blazer she wore buttoned up covered it, however, making it more workplace appropriate. The pants hugged her hips and s nicely showing off her figure. Once she completed her turn she stripped off her outer clothing and was clad only in her pink bra and panties. The cups of the bra cut down so that the tops of her areolas were above the fabric. I could see her nipples hard under the bra. When she turned I could see a damp spot on her panties. Obviously showing herself off to me was exciting for Tara. So she was standing there wet while I sat there with a hard cock. Like the day before, she gathered her clothing and redressed and went to work while I tried to calm myself back down. It was not easy to get rid of my erection. When I was in a meeting with someone else Tara wore her blazer, but when it was just me and her she removed it. Every time she leaned forward, which she seemed to do quite often, I would look down her top and enjoy the view. Finally lunch came and I was about to leave once more to get away from my assistant and get some fresh air when Tara came into the office followed by a young woman carrying a folding table. The woman had dark hair and light brown skin. Her face was pretty even with very little makeup on. Her ethnicity was hard to place, but I was assuming Latin American. She was quite lovely. She was wearing a white outfit that reminded me a bit of nurse's scrubs, except that the top buttoned up. It hid her body pretty well, but I could sense that it was small but nicely shaped. What's this? I asked Tara. I think you've been stressed so I booked you a massage for your lunch break, Tara said, pulling chairs to the side, making room for the woman to set up. Ah. Uh, I said. That's fine. Thanks. I'm fine. I don't think. Most executives have a massage at least once a week, sir. She said, looking at me. It's covered by your insurance. Really? I asked, surprised. I didn't know that. Yes, sir. She gestured towards the woman. This is Esma. 
She has very good reviews. Just strip down and get under the sheets. I looked between the women and shrugged. I had been tense since starting this job, not only because of Tara and my attraction to her, but from the stress of it all. A massage would be nice. I guess that sounds pretty good. Do you guys mind stepping out so I can get ready? Of course, sir, Tara said, heading for the door. And Esme won't look. The masseuse turned away from me, laying out her oils and towels. Once I heard the door latch behind Tara I began to strip, setting my suit aside. I climbed naked under the sheet on the table, laying face down. Esme got to work. She had strong hands for a small woman and silently worked at the knots I had not even noticed had formed in my back and shoulders. She worked her way down my glutes, thighs, and calves. My eyes were closed, enjoying the woman's expert ministrations. I have to admit, it was nice to have someone else's hands on me, and I predictably reacted. My cock was half hard by the time she was done with the soles of my feet. Roll over, please, the woman said. Her voice was lightly accented but I could still not place what country her origin might be. Oh, I said, slightly embarrassed. That's okay. We are probably almost out of time. I've been paid for the full service, sir, she said. Please roll over so I can complete the job. I hesitated another moment then rolled over under the sheets. This was a very good massage and I was not really in a rush to finish. I closed my eyes and sighed contentedly when she began to massage my shoulders and chest. I almost did not register her hands moving lower, but my eyes flew open as she pushed the sheet aside and gripped my cock in her small hand. Whoa there, I said, starting to sit up. You don't have to. She pushed me back down with a hand on my chest. The full service, sir, she said and began to stroke me. My hard cock filled her small hand. With her free one, she began to unbutton her top, pulling it open. She had nice breasts. Small, but firm, with thick, dark nipples. Just relax. Let me take care of you, she said, pumping my cock with expertise. Just don't touch me. That's not part of it. I should have ended it. I should have politely declined, got dressed, paid her a big tip, and sent her on her way. I did none of those things. I had been pent up way too long. Not just with my lust for Tara, but all the months of Janice's refusals to touch me, the decline in our sex life. I could not resist having a woman's hand on me. I needed this. I lay my head back and watched Esme's tits move as she pumped my cock. The shaft was slick with massage oil and the foreskin slid back and forth over the purple head, lubricated by a mix of oil and my pre-cum. Esme was very good at her job and I was enjoying myself immensely, but I knew one thing about myself. I did not usually come from a hand job. A mouth, a pussy, an asshole, of course but it had been a long time that a hand other than my own had brought me to orgasm. Five whole minutes passed. I could see on Esme's face that her arm was getting tired. She tried several things, speeding up, slowing down, fondling my balls, but I was still not ready to come. I was about to tell her she could stop, thinking I would finish myself, either right there or after she left when the door to my office was opened. My head swung around, suddenly very embarrassed and guilty. Esme looked up as well and both of us watched Tara walk into the room. My assistant surveyed the scene, Esme with her top open, my cock in her hand. Me, shiny and fully naked, laying on the table. It's not, I started to say. I'm just letting you know you have that call in five minutes. I can push it back if you aren't finished here, though, Tara said, interrupting me. He won't come, Esme said, slightly petulantly. I have another massage upstairs soon. I can't wait all day. 
I paid for the full service, Esme, Tara said sternly, walking into the room. I couldn't take my eyes off of her. I expect you to complete the job. Tara walked to stand beside the table, looking down at me. Is she not doing a good job, sir? She asked me. I was at a bit of a loss on how to proceed here. I was fully on display, naked, being jerked off. Esme's hand did not stop stroking me. Having Tara watching was even more sexy. She's doing fine. I managed to say. Good, Tara said. But I can only push your meeting so far. I hope you can wrap this up soon. She placed her hand on my stomach just above where the trail of trimmed hair led down to Esme's pumping hand. My cock twitched. He likes that, Esme said. Really? Tara said, smiling slyly. Do you, sir? Two women's hands on you? Do you like that? She began to slowly run her fingers across my pelvic bones, the light touch feeling like electrical jolts. My mind went to an image of Tara and Esme both on their knees in front of me, mouths open as I jerked my cock, coming across their pretty faces. Suddenly I was very close. I groaned and thrust my hips into Esme's fist, my cock throbbing, my balls tightening. Tara looked down at my cock and I saw her lick her plump lips. Fuck! I moaned as I released the heavy, pent-up load. Come sprayed up my stomach all the way to my chest, covering Tara's hand where it rested. Esme pumped out the last few spurts, coating her hand in my spunk, before releasing me. Good job, Esme, Tara said, looking at the mess all over me. Please clean him up so he can be ready for his meeting. Tara looked at her hand, my cum dripping off of her fingers. She slowly raised them to her lips and sucked my juices off of them. I'll get my laptop while you dress, sir, she said and turned to leave the room. I lay there catching my breath as Esme used a towel to clean her hand and wipe the cum off of me. Um, I said, I don't know how much cash I have for a tip. I assumed that she would be expecting one. I didn't know that this was happening. Let me grab my wallet and check. Don't worry about it, Esme said, bending up her top. Your assistant has taken care of everything. I'll be back next week. See you then. I got dressed as Esme broke down her table and got ready to leave in an efficient manner. She smiled at me then followed Tara out the door. I sat back, straightened my tie and glanced at the agenda for the meeting, still processing what had just happened. To say that nothing further sexual happened that week would be less than true. Each evening I video called my assistant and chose her outfit for the next day. We talked longer and longer each night, and I usually stroked myself while we did so, looking at the young woman on my phone. If she ever knew, she did nothing to let on. I got to know my assistant much better. She was very driven, but also often racked with self-doubt. She never let it show, but she admitted it to me during our long talks. I did my best to reassure her that she was practically perfect. She was single and seemed content to stay that way. I hoped that she was not refraining from dating on my behalf, but she assured me that she was just out of a longer-term relationship and wanted to spend time getting to know herself better. Each morning she presented herself for my inspection, and I got a great look at her body. I stopped hiding how aroused I was during these inspections. Judging by the wet spots on Tara's panties when I looked her over, she found them exciting as well. It was strange how we fell into a routine. There was a part of me, of course, that wanted to grab Tara and throw her down on my desk and take her. More than just a part, really, but I refrained. I was not quite ready to compound on the small betrayals of my wife that I was already performing with the one final big one. Tara wanted me too, I was sure. Her eyes when she looked at me when I inspected her were full of lust and need. Maybe that was part of it. 
Maybe I enjoyed denying her what she seemed to want so bad. The weekend finally arrived and I was struck with the fact that I had no pretense for calling Tara and choosing her outfit if I was not going to see her until Monday. I thought about it all Friday, not sure of how to proceed. Tara did not mention it so I let it slide but that night, sitting in my office, Janice once again asleep before me, I had my phone on my hand again. I considered putting it down. Going to bed. Instead I called Tara. She picked up instantly. Hello? She said. I'm glad you called. The phone showed her wearing a white, oversized hoodie. She had her hair down, and seemed to be sitting on a couch. I almost didn't. I said. No outfit to choose for tomorrow, I guess. I guess you are right. She said and sighed theatrically. And I like the inspection so much. Do you? I asked. What do you like about them? I was genuinely curious. I was enjoying myself but I was unsure what Tara was getting out of our odd relationship. Oh, she said and seemed to think about it for a moment. I guess. Well, often it feels like I can't control my own mind. I'm always thinking of many things at once, trying to figure out how to get them all done. It's what makes me good at my job, but it can be a lot. She sighed and ran her fingers through her hair. She took a sip of red wine out of a glass she lifted into frame. When you decide what I am going to wear, and in the mornings when you inspect me. She continued. Those times, though, it all quiets down. I'm totally in that moment, not thinking of anything but you. I love that. I feel safe and in control. Controlled. Also, seeing you get turned on for me turns me on. I smiled. It does? I'm glad it does, I said. It really does. I just... She paused and took another sip. Sometimes I wish you would do more, though. I imagine you reaching out, touching me. And if I'm honest, more than sometimes. Every time. I'm sorry, I said. I don't want you to feel bad. It's just... I sipped my own drink. I'm married. I don't want to ruin everything. It just seems so risky. I don't care that you are married, Tara said. I hate that she doesn't treat you right. I can't believe she doesn't take care of you. It's not fair to you. Hey, I said. She's not. I mean, she's a great wife. I love her. She treats me fine. Does she fuck you like you need? Tara asked. I paused but did not answer the question. See, she went on. That's not right. I can tell you don't get what you deserve. Just like I don't. Even my last boyfriend, I had to end it with him. He was great, but he only told me what to wear if I begged him. He wouldn't take charge. He treated me like I was precious. All I wanted was him to throw me down and fuck me. The image of throwing Tara down and tearing off her clothing flashed through my mind. If that was what she wanted, her boyfriend was an idiot, not giving it to her. I can tell, sir, Tara said, that you would fuck me like I needed. And I would give you what you need. But not before you are ready. I promise I will do whatever you want when you want. I'm not sure what I want, I said honestly. I had pretty much resigned myself to the life I have now. I'm not sure what to do with what you are offering me. No one is making you decide now, she said. I just want you to know how I feel. There was a silence between us for a few moments. Then she sighed. So I know that I won't get to see you tomorrow, but do you want to choose what I wear when I hang out around the house all day tomorrow? Sure, I said, glad that we seemed to be moving past the conversation I found difficult. Let's see what you have. She moved and placed her camera on the coffee table in front of her and leaned back. 
her entire body was now in the frame. She was wearing an oversized hoodie that came down to her upper thighs. Below it her legs were bare. Well, she said, this is one option. I love this hoodie. It's very cozy. I smiled. Yeah, I said. It does look comfortable. Or, she said, gripping the bottom of the oversized garment. I sometimes wear nothing at all. I took in a breath and held it as she pulled the hoodie up. It slid up over her stomach, over her breasts. The hoodie caught on them, lifting them a bit before they dropped free. I had seen them in only her bra many times, but this was the first time I had seen them completely naked. They were perfect. Very large, but still pert, sloping naturally towards her hard, pink nipples. I licked my lips. She finished pulling off the hoodie and dropped it on the couch beside her. I couldn't help but reach down and push my hand into my pajama pants, gripping my hard cock. Perfect, I said quietly. You are perfect. Tara smiled shyly at the camera, but leaned back. Her hand slid up her body and cupped her own breast. Do you like this idea, sir? She asked. Me being naked all day tomorrow? If that is what you choose, I will do it. Her fingers traced along the swell of her breast, finally taking her nipple between them. I wished it was my hand doing this. I stroked my cock as I watched her pinch the pink knob, tugging on it. She leaned back on the couch, and I watched her spread her legs. Her pussy was perfectly smooth, with puffy lips. As her thighs opened the slit spread, revealing flushed pink flesh, glistening. Fuck, I whispered. You are damn. I was at a loss for words. She continued to play with her breast, but her free hand moved between her legs, rubbing her own clit lightly. I like you watching me, sir, she said. I like that you can see me play with myself. Are you touching yourself? Yes, I said. I am. Show me, sir, she said, eyes locked on the camera. Show me how you please yourself. I considered it for the briefest of moments, attempting to weigh the risks of what was happening. I took a breath and crossed another line, tilting my camera down to my lap and my hard cock there. I could still see Tara on my phone. She was smiling. I love your cock, sir, she said, rubbing herself. When I saw it the other day, it was all I could do not to grab it and hold it. Kiss it and suck it. I was actively stroking now, my cock filling the small window where my face had been. The foreskin slid up and down, hiding and revealing the purple head. I could see Tara rubbing her clit, pinching her nipple. Push your fingers inside you. I told her. When you do, I want you to know that those are my fingers inside you. That's my hand on your breast. I could hear Tara moan through the small speakers on my phone, as she pushed two fingers into her cunt. I could see the insides of her thighs twitch. She began to pump them in and out of herself. Oh fuck, sir, she said. I wish they were. I wish your hands were on me. In me. Fuck. Good girl, I said. Make yourself come for me. While I stroked myself she made small gasping sounds as she stroked her fingers in herself, moving her other hand down to rub her clit. Her chest was heaving, and a red blush spread across her face and chest. Will you come for me too, sir? She asked. Please come for me. I remember the taste. I can almost taste it now. I was very close. My hand was flying on my cock, desperately chasing my orgasm. I could feel my balls tightening. South close, I said. I'm close. Me too, she gasped. Please, sir, come for me. Fuck. I groaned as I crested the peak. I had not grabbed a tissue, so my cum sprayed up my stomach, onto the white t-shirt I was wearing, 
pouring down my fist over my fingers. Oh! 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 Tara cried out, as I saw her mouth open into an O shape as she came as well. Her hips bucked against her hand, legs shaking. It was one of the sexiest things I had ever seen. My hand slowed then stopped stroking myself, and, after a few moments, Tara slipped her fingers out of herself. Thank you, sir, she said. I needed that. You are welcome, I said. I think I did too. But I have to go to sleep now. You enjoy your day tomorrow. Wait, she said, lifting her phone so that her face filled the screen again. Her cheeks were still flushed, her freckles standing out against the pink on her cheeks. What do I wear tomorrow? I chuckled. I think you know what I'm going to say. Tell me anyway, she said. Nothing, I answered. I want to think about you being naked all day. Okay, sir, she said. Thank you. I will. We smiled at each other, and I hung up. I looked down and realized I had a mess on me, cleaned up, changed my shirt and got into bed beside my wife. I slept in the next day, not getting out of bed until just after 10 a.m. My wife was beside me, scrolling through her phone. I grunted at her, and she nodded back. Neither of us were really morning people and knew, from long experience, not to try to engage with one another first thing. I picked up my own phone from the charger on my bedside table and saw that I had a message waiting for me. I opened it up, then immediately closed it. Tara had sent me a photo of herself sitting at a small table, coffee cup in hand. She was smiling, dimples in her freckled cheeks, wearing nothing but her glasses. The message said following orders like a good girl. I rolled out of bed, grabbing a light cotton robe which I threw on to cover my instant arousal, and walked into the Ensib bathroom. You look amazing, I typed into the phone, but maybe don't text photos to me. My wife might have seen this. Sorry, she wrote back, almost instantly, maybe you need to download an app for us to communicate in. Secretly. I went downstairs and made coffee, texting back and forth with Tara. Within half an hour we had found an app that seemed secure where we could message and send photos to one another, downloaded it, and moved our conversation there. I deleted the photo from my texts but saved it in a secret photo folder. The day was mostly spent running errands with Janice. All throughout Tara was messaging me, sending me photos of her doing chores, naked. I had a hard-on pretty much the entire day, and was often taking sneaky peeks at my phone. Tara was driving me crazy, but I loved it. What's so important on your phone? Janice asked at one point, annoyed that I was lagging behind her in the aisle of the grocery store. I jumped, quickly closing the app, hiding the photo of Tara using a handheld vacuum in the nude. Oh, I said quickly. Just work. Something has come up. Man, she said, shaking her head. You get a promotion and suddenly they can't leave you alone. True, I said. It seems like it. But if I'm honest, I kind of like it. Eventually my wife and I got home and we watched a movie. We sat at the opposite ends of our couch and I wished that I was sitting with Tara. I knew that she would be cuddled right against me, not at arm's length. That night and the next... I called Tara and we quietly but intensely watched each other as we masturbated. When my wife and I had met and dated it had been a different world. We had the internet, sure, but video calls were not an option. This was all new to me, and it was very exciting. That Sunday night, as I wiped my cum off of my stomach, having just hung up the call, I did wonder what was going to happen the next day when Tara and I were in the same room together. I had chosen a blouse and skirt for her to wear as well as a set of sexy black bra and panties. I was excited for the inspection, 
but was concerned about further escalations at work. I had just earned this promotion. Was I putting everything, my marriage, my job, my entire life, at risk by continuing this? After some reflection I realized that I didn't care. I mean, I wasn't about to actively throw anything away, but the risks all seemed worth it. I felt good. More alive than I had for years. I climbed upstairs and crawled into bed. I had a brief pang of guilt when I looked at my sleeping wife, but I still smiled when I thought about seeing Tara in person again the next day. I showed up to work early that Monday. I couldn't help it. I had woken up and immediately thought about Tara. I needed to know what was going to happen that day. How far we would go. Janice was up and had already made coffee. I had a cup with her, talking about her day. I tried not to be frustrated by the delay and pay attention to her, but my mind was far away. Well, I said, finally interrupting her and standing. I'm sorry, but I really have to get moving. Have a good day. Oh, she said, surprised. I guess I'll see you tonight then. Sure, I said, leaning forward and giving her a quick kiss on her lips. I might have to work late. Big project. I'll let you know. And I was in my car and on the way to work. I thought that I might arrive before Tara, being over half an hour early but she was there, at her desk, already typing away on her computer. She was wearing the blouse and skirt I had chosen the night before. I could not help but lick my lips. Good morning, Tara, I said walking up to her desk. Good morning, sir, she said, smiling up at me. Her dimples were cute and I couldn't help but return her smile. How was your weekend? It was very good, I said. I spent a lot of time with someone very special. Tara blushed and grinned. That is a coincidence, she said. I had that exact same experience. I was thinking, I said, placing my palm on Tara's desk and leaning forward, that if my schedule permits, we could extend the time allotted for inspection this morning. Tara licked her lips. How much time do you think you need, sir? She asked. I'm not sure yet, I said. But I don't think fifteen minutes is enough. She moved her mouse and looked at the computer screen. I think I can move a couple things around, she said. How about an hour? Will that be sufficient, sir? I think I can make that work, I said and turned to walk into the office. I sat down at my desk and opened my emails. I do not think I registered even one as I waited. My hand was almost shaking with anticipation. At 9 a.m. on the dot the door to my office opened. I leaned back in my chair already getting hard as Tara stepped through the door. She stopped in her usual spot, a few feet from my desk and slowly turned in a circle. Her cheeks were flushed, and she was unconsciously biting her plump lower lip. I breathed deeply as she turned. She looked so perfect. The blouse was relatively demure but, it fell across her breasts in a way that teased just how amazing they were. It was slightly sheer and I could see the black of her brow below it. Her skirt came to her mid-thighs, black and ruched falling in two-inch wide pleats. Is my outfit to your satisfaction, sir? She asked me. Very much, Tara, I said. Her hands come up to the buttons of her blouse, and she started to unbutton the top one. Wait, I said. She looked at me, but her hands stopped moving and fell back to her sides. Come here, I said. I want to be the one to undress you. Tara smiled a small smile and quickly took the few steps around the desk to stand beside me. I turned my chair to face her, looking up into her face. I raised my hand slowly, seeing it shake slightly with anticipation. I felt the small smooth buttons under my fingertips and slowly worked the first one free. Then the second. Then the third, slowly working my way down the line of them. 
Soon her blouse hung open, the insides of her breasts, and a stripe of her pale stomach opened to me. I slid my fingers up the skin from the waist of her skirt and pushed the blouse down off of her shoulders. I saw her shiver as I exposed her. I had been gifted with this sight so many times before this, but this was the first time I was actively involved. I ran my fingertips along the freckled skin above her brow straps, before pushing the shirt down her arms. She let the blouse drop to the floor behind her. My hands slid down her sides to the waist of her skirt. I paused for a moment, not sure how it fastened. On the side. My left, she said helpfully. I found the clasp, hidden in the fabric, and undid it. The skirt slid down her rounded thighs to pool on the floor at her feet. Her black panties were level with my shoulders, the mound of her pussy there, just a thin piece of fabric between us. I reached forward and placed my hand on the inside of her thigh, sliding it up along the smooth skin. She gasped as my fingers reached the place her legs met. I pressed against the fabric, and Tara moaned above me, closing her eyes. I could feel how wet she was, the panties very damp. I pressed the fabric between her puffy lips and felt the small nub of her heart clit. She pushed her hips forward, pressing against my fingers. I reached up and behind her with my other hand, finding the clasp at the center of the back strap of her bra. It took two attempts but I quickly popped the fastener and the bra fell loose. Tara shrugged out of it and her breasts were free. I did not stop rubbing her sex but I took a moment to look at her. Her face was even more flushed and the color spread down her her chest a rosy background to her freckles. Her nipples were hard nubs standing out from the soft flesh of her breasts. I had seen them on the small screen of my phone but now, this here, I was speechless. I stopped rubbing her, and she moaned in response, pushing forward as I took my hand away, trying to keep the contact. I hooked my fingers in the elastic waistband of her panties and pulled them down over her hips. I took my time, savoring it as her shaved slit came into view. I could smell her sex and my mouth watered. I reached up and gripped the back of Tara's neck and pulled her face towards mine. Our lips met for the first time. My tongue pushed into her mouth and hers into mine as we passionately kissed. Her breath mixed with mine. My hand returned to her sex and my fingers slid between her wet pussy lips. I pushed two fingers into her and she moaned into my mouth. My thumb found her clit and began to rub. Her hips rocked as my fingers explored her. I released her neck and lowered my mouth to join my fingers licking between her lips, swirling my tongue around her clit, sucking it into my mouth. I began to pump my fingers, sucking and licking as I did so. I could hear her breathing speed up and her hands buried in my hair, pushing my mouth harder against her sex. Oh fuck, sir, she gasped. Oh fuck, I need this. I'm going to. I'm going to. Come for me. I told her as I continued, my voice rumbling into her sex. Come for me, Tara. It's too soon, too quick. It's... Fulak. Tara's hips bucked as she came on my fingers. I felt a rush of fluid pour down my hand, across my tongue. I continued to pump my fingers and suck her clit as she came, until her hip bucks slowed and became twitches. I slowed my tongue and fingers until I finally slid them out of her. Her face was bright red, as was her chest. She was gasping for breath. I'm sorry, sir. She said. I was too fast. I just fuck. I've been holding out coming until I was with you. Damn. My legs are shaking. I stood up and pulled her naked body against my clothed one and hugged her. I leaned down and kissed her again, more gentle this time. You did great. And don't worry. I don't think that will be the last time you come for me. 
Tara's hands came between us and gripped my hard cock over my slacks. I was almost painfully hard with my need for her. She smiled when she felt it. Finally, she said. I've been dreaming about your cock, sir. She slowly went down to her knees in front of me, grabbing my belt in her small hands. She quickly undid it and opened the pants, pulling them and my underwear down in one yank. My cock popped free and bounced in front of her face. It's perfect, she said looking at it. The full 7.5 inches bobbed in her face, the purple head half-sheet in foreskin, a heavy vein running along to top of it. She wrapped her hand around the shaft, the thick cock filling her grip. She stroked it a few times, making the foreskin slide across the head. Her tongue darted out, and she liked the sheen of pre-cum off of the tip. She looked up at me, smiled and then opened her mouth, sucking me in. She took half of me at first, and then two-thirds and the third time her head bobbed forward her nose hit my stomach, taking me in her tight throat. She sucked me deep again and again, stroking my shaft as she pulled back, her tongue running along the underside, before plunging me deep into her throat again. I began to thrust my hips in time, fucking her face. She made glugging sounds as I took her throat, but never slowed or stopped. I had my hands buried in her auburn hair as I hauled her face back and forth. She looked up at me with her beautiful eyes. They were watering but she looked perfect with my thick cock sliding in and out between her lips. Drool was dripping down her chin and onto her chest. After what felt like hours, but was probably a few minutes I could feel my balls begin to tighten as I felt my climax coming on. I considered speeding up, releasing my load directly into her throat, but I didn't want that. I wanted to fuck her more than anything. I pushed her head back and my cock popped free, a string of saliva connecting the head with her lips that held for a moment then broke. She looked up at me with a small smile. I reached down and lifted her by her armpits and dropped her bare ass on the edge of my desk. I kissed her again, then moved down, kissing along her neck, along the line of her collarbone, down the curve of her pert, yet full breast, finally finding her nipple with my lips. I ran my tongue around the nub, sucking it between my lips, flicking my tongue across it. Then I moved my mouth to the other one. Tara reached down and stroked my cock as I played with her tits. She tugged it closer to her cunt and rubbed the head between her lips, coating it with her juices. Fuck me, sir, she gasped. Please fuck me. I groaned and thrust my hips forward, and I felt my cock be engulfed by the hot wetness that was her sex. She was tight but I felt little resistance as I entered her. Tara wrapped her legs around my ass and used them to pull me deeper until I was completely sheathed within her. I pushed her back flat against the desk, laying her down below me. There is something about the way that natural breasts pull out to the sides of a woman laying on her back that is incredibly sexy to me and I moaned as I drew back and then slammed forward hard. Yes! Tara cried out. Take me! Fuck me! I did not need her instructions, and I gripped her hips and began to slam into her, watching her eyes roll back and close. Watching the way her breasts bounced in time to my thrusts. Our bodies slapped together as my hips hit hers, wet impacts. I could see my cock driving into her, and feel her rising her hips to meet my forward movements. That's right. I almost snarled. Take my cock! Take my married cock like a slut! She was grunting with each thrust into her, gasping for breath. Yes! She almost shouted. In the back of my mind I hoped that the office was soundproofed, but was too far gone to really care. I'm your slut! Fuck me like your slut! I lost track of time as I finally fucked the object of my lust. My back arched as I threw myself into her. Her body was coated with sweat, 
and I could feel drips of my own running down my back. Each time I drove into her she cried out. After some time I could feel the telltale sensation at the pit of my stomach, the way that my balls tightened up. I was about to come. I'm close. I grunted. In me. She gasped. Fill me up. I continued on for several more strokes, holding on to that feeling as long as I could before I crested the peak and drove deep into her, holding out hips together as I climaxed. I shuddered and groaned as I felt myself spurt inside of her. Tara rolled her head back and cried out as she felt me release inside of her. I felt her climax around my cock, her cunt contracting around me, milking me as we both came simultaneously. I fell forward on top of her gasping for breath as she slowly came down, my cock still twitching inside of her, releasing the last of my cum into her. I turned my head and kissed her again deeply. After a few moments I moved back, my slick cock slipping from inside of Tara, a string of cum leaking out after it. I flopped back onto my chair. Well, I said finally. That was... Jesus. Tara sat up and smiled at me. It really was, wasn't it? She said. Thank you. It was... Perfect. I nodded in agreement. Perfect. Exactly that. I said. I... I won't be able to stop. I need to have you again. Of course, sir. Tara said. Anytime you want or need. I'm here for you. I'm for you. I know you are, I said and smiled at her. Tara stood up and reached for a tissue to wipe herself with. So, she said, we have about twenty minutes before your first meeting. We should get cleaned up. I sighed, the reality of the workday depressing me a bit. But I moved some stuff around and gave us an hour and a half free in the afternoon. I can't wait, I said and smiled. I was looking forward to explore our relationship further. Well, I said finally. That was... Jesus. Tara sat up and smiled at me. It really was, wasn't it? She said. Thank you. It was... Perfect. I nodded in agreement. Perfect. Exactly that. I said. I... I won't be able to stop. I need to have you again. Of course, sir. Tara said. Anytime you want or need. I'm here for you. I'm for you. I know you are. I said and smiled at her. Tara stood up and reached for a tissue to wipe herself with. So, she said, we have about twenty minutes before your first meeting. We should get cleaned up. I sighed, the reality of the workday depressing me a bit. But I moved some stuff around and gave us an hour and a half free in the afternoon. I can't wait, I said and smiled. I was looking forward to explore our relationship further. Chapter 02 it was difficult to have a work-related conversation with my cock in the mouth of my pretty young assistant. But not, I was discovering, impossible. Tara had been my assistant for just over a month at that point, having been assigned to me after I received a promotion. The new job came with a boatload more money, a private office, and a personal assistant. It turned out that I was a very lucky man. My assistant took her role of taking care of me very seriously. My schedule was perfectly prepared for me every day. I always had a hot cup of my favorite coffee close to hand, I was rarely bothered by calls or meetings that were wastes of my time, and she made sure that my every sexual need was taken care of. Tara was very pretty, with auburn hair, an oval face, which she did up lightly with makeup, plump lips, green eyes and freckles across the bridge of her nose and across her chest. She was short, at only five feet four inches, but very shapely, with a great ass, trim waist, and large double D breasts. 
She was always a nice sight in the morning. Soon after hiring her, we had established a bit of a game where I would call her before I went to bed and choose the outfit she would wear the next day. Each morning she would present herself to me, to show that she had worn what I had asked of her. Before long I was fucking her. The complication was that while she was young, 24 years old, and single. I was 43 and married to my wife Janice. I loved my wife, even if our sex life had tapered off to almost nothing, but I could not help but take what Tara had been offering since day one. I was fucking Tara at least once a day, sometimes after our morning meeting when she presented her outfit to me, other times later in the day. I was amazed at my own sexual stamina, but there was something about her that kept me able to get hard again and again. That particular morning, after her inspection I had chosen a cream-colored blouse that cut relatively low in the front so that I could look at her cleavage throughout the day, a pencil skirt, and black stockings we knew I had a call with HR scheduled so instead of fucking she decided to give me a quick blowjob. I rolled my chair back from the antique wooden desk and was leaning back, eyes closed, hand resting lightly on the back of Tara's head as she serviced me when my phone rang. Tara's mouth was full of my thick, 7.5-inch cock, pushing it into her throat, nose against my trim pubic hair, before drawing her lips back along the entire length while her tongue massaged the bottom of the shaft. Fuck! I groaned, not close enough to coming to quickly finish. We lost track of time. You will have to finish later. Tara looked up at me, my cock in her mouth, a bit of drool dripping down her chin. Her green eyes danced with mischief. She reached behind her up to my desk and hit the speaker button, accepting the call, before diving down taking me deep once more. I stifled a groan when I heard the voice on the other end. Brian? You there? It was Mandy, one of the girls from HR. I had always liked her. She was cute, friendly and a bit flirty. She had black hair that she kept shoulder length a pleasant face with dark eyes. Her nose was a bit long, but her smile lit up her face. It was hard to judge her body because she always dressed very professionally, but she had nice legs and a round ass. The blazers she regularly wore hid her breast size. I wasn't sure how old she was, but I suspected in her mid to late twenties. A couple of years before we had gotten drunk together at a company outing and our conversation had turned to sex. I suspected that night that she might have been open to taking me home but I chickened out and left, heading towards my own place and my wife. Ever since she had always been extra flirty. Uh, yeah? I managed to say. Here I am. How, how are you? It was difficult to concentrate with Tara's expert mouth sucking on my cock. She kept a steady pace, taking the entire length again and again, making sure to keep the sounds very quiet. I could see her reach between her legs and start to rub herself as she serviced me. I'm great, Mandy said. It's been a pretty decent week. I even had a date last night. Oh yeah? I said, determined to keep my voice level despite my urge to grunt and moan. Have fun? Get lucky? I cupped the back of Tara's head and lifted my hips pushing as deep into her throat as I could go before releasing her to continue her sucking. Mr. Whitecastle, Mandy said with mock outrage. You can't ask a woman that at work. Especially an HR rep. She continued in a pretend whisper, as if we were sharing secrets in an open area. But maybe I did. If you can call something like that lucky. I was opening my mouth to answer when Tara suddenly sped up, head rising and falling quickly taking my breath away. Not a great lover, this guy? I managed to ask. Frankly, no. Mandy said and sounded truly disappointed. I'm so sick of the dating apps. You meet a guy in chat and he comes across in a certain way, 
and I expect something and the reality is almost always a total letdown. I think I need someone a bit older. This made Tara smile. She took my cock out of her mouth, holding it in her hand beside my face, and mouthed the words she does before returning to sucking me off. I wonder. Mandy continued with a voice filled with flirt. Where I can find one of those. I'm sure you will manage, Mandy. I said. It was getting harder to hold back my climax and needed to wrap this conversation. I don't mean to rush you but I have another meeting shortly. Did you want to talk about that thing? I could not, at that moment, think of what we were scheduled to talk about. You are no fun, Brian, Mandy said. But you are right. So the way I see it it is like this. She went on to talk about a staffing issue I was having. I needed to add one or two more people to one of my teams in order to get a project across the line. Unfortunately I had no one available and no budget to hire on new staff. Mandy began to lay out ways we could borrow from other teams. I paid no attention to her. I had the odd okay or sure when she paused but my focus was on the girl between my thighs. I had my hands on the back of her head and was pulling her face to my stomach as I lifted my hips to thrust. She was making quiet glug, glug, glug noises as she took the length of my cock. I worried a bit that she would be heard but was too far gone to truly care. Mandy seemed not to notice. I could feel my climax approaching, the way my balls were tightening, the tingle at the base of my rod. My eyes were locked on Tara's green ones, a trickle of tears dripping from the corners, but they sparkled with enjoyment. She really did seem to love servicing me. Drool was dripping down her chin and onto the floor in front of her. My ass was clenched as I thrust into her mouth, holding onto that perfect feeling of about to come for as long as I could. Suddenly I crested my peak, unable to hold that edge any longer. I pushed down on the back of Tara's head as I shoved my hips forward as I came, my hand a fist which I raised to my mouth and bit to stifle the groans that wanted to erupt from me. I could feel the explosion, the heavy spurt of cum that released directly into Tara's throat. My heartbeat was a roar in my ears, preventing me from hearing or thinking of anything but this perfect moment of bliss. I pulled back as I came another spurt and saw some leak out from her lips wrapped around my cock. She raised her hand to cup under her chin so she didn't lose any of my cum. She continued to suck, drawing out every drop I had. Brian. I finally heard as I fell back into my chair, head rolling back, looking at the ceiling. Between my legs Tara slowed her movements lessened the suction of her mouth as she stroked the base of my cock, milking every last bit of my climax. Yeah. Sorry. I said, catching my breath. An email came through. I was a bit distracted. I missed that last bit. I was just asking if this all sounds good to you. Mandy said. I think it covers everything you need. Can we go ahead? Sure, Mandy. I said. Can you just email me a write-up of the plan? I'll go over it with a fine tooth and sign off. No problem, Brian, Mandy said. It's always a pleasure working with you. You too, Mandy, I said. If that's everything? Oh, she said, as if something had just occurred to her. It's been a bit. How is Tara working out? I looked down at Tara who smiled at me and pushed the cum they had leaked out of her mouth back in and swallowed it. Honestly, I said, smiling, speaking to Mandy but intending the words for my assistant. She is absolutely perfect. That's great. Mandy said, pleased with herself for arranging this. I knew they would be a great fit. It really is. I said. We fit together perfectly. Thank you for assigning her to me. We hung up and I rolled my chair back to let Tara out from under the desk holding her hand, helping her stand. You are a very bad girl, Tara. 
I said, smiling at her. Me, she said mock innocently. I'm not sure what you are talking about. I'm just doing my job. Taking care of you. She reached down and pushed my sagging cock into my pants and doing up the zipper and button. I'd better go check your email and go over that HR plan for you. I don't think you were really paying attention for some reason. I'll let you know what it says. I let her leave my office and go to her desk. I sighed happily and tapped on my laptop. I really did not have too much to do. Tara seemed to take on most of my work and my teams were strong and needed very little oversight. It seemed to me that the higher I rose in the company the less I had to do. My cell phone buzzed on my desk and I picked it up. There was a text from my wife, Janice. Hope you are having a good day. Don't forget to pick up the dry cleaning on your way home. Love you. I sighed. I felt bad, cheating on Janice. She was a great partner and my best friend. The only thing our relationship lacked was sex. If that had not waned over the years I'm sure I would have been able to resist Tara. I thought so anyway. Sure I'll remember I typed. Love you too. At the end of the workday Tara and I were chatting. She was sitting on the edge of my desk, leaning against her palms flat on the surface just behind her. The pose put her pert but full breasts on display, something I was convinced she knew. My hand was on her thigh high up under the skirt, fingers teasing the soft flesh of her inner thigh, my fingertips drawing small circles. It was Thursday and we often spent the last work hour of the day like this, enjoying each other's company, avoiding leaving. We knew that we would talk on a video call later that night, but it was not the same. We extended our time together as long as possible. So, I asked, what's your plans tonight? Not too much, she answered. You know me. I like to keep things quiet. This did seem to be true. She was young enough that I would have guessed that she would go out with her friends, party, go to clubs, maybe pick up boys. But she seemed to prefer to stay home and read or watching a movie. So Mandy is pretty cute, isn't she? She said, suddenly changing the subject. I blinked. If this was some other woman, my wife for example, this might be a trap. I did not get that vibe off of Tara, so I answered her truthfully. Sure, I said. Very cute. Not as cute as you, of course, but yeah? I would say so. She has a crush on you, you know? Tara said. I shook my head. Nah. She's a bit flirty, sure, but I don't think so. Tara laughed. She isn't the only one. You are pretty popular with the girls who work here. Most of them think you are hot and would jump your bones any chance they got. I find that a bit hard to believe. I said. I was five feet ten inches, blonde with a beard that was a bit gray. My eyes were pale blue. I kept in decent shape. If I was honest with myself I thought I looked okay. Nothing special but not too bad. I think it's just because all the other executives are creepy wrinkled old men. I'm sure that helps. Tara said chuckling. Then she got serious. But that's not just it. You are very good looking, you carry yourself with confidence, and you are a good, caring person. Girls react to that. I'm just the one lucky enough to catch you. I'm the lucky one. I reassured her. Anyway, she said. Mandy, she had a crush on you. And you think she's cute. This is established. Now, the question is, do you want to fuck her? I paused for a moment. I'm not sure what you want me to say. I said. I could go my whole life and never fuck her and feel fine about that. I was loyal to my relationship with my wife for a long time. That being said, now that I have had a relationship on the side, I find the idea intriguing. Oh, 
Tara laughed. Am I broadening your horizons? I like that. So, I think you should fuck her. Or rather, I think we should fuck her together. I took a moment to take Tara in. At this point I knew her pretty well. She was speaking very confidently, lightly. I could tell, however, she was very nervous. She was fidgeting with the hem of her skirt, looking down at her hands while she waited for me to answer. You want this? Why? I asked. You know I'm happy with you, right? That I don't need anyone else? I know, she said. I know that. And it makes me happy. But honestly, the idea of fucking a girl with you, of helping you fuck her, it, it makes me very horny. Very wet. She took hold of my wrist and pushed my hand higher on her thigh. Feel how wet the idea makes me, she said. My fingertips found the fabric of the black thong panties I had told her to wear today. I liked her to wear thongs because I liked to pull them aside and fuck her while she still wore them sometimes. I could feel the heat of her sex through the fabric. I hooked my fingers in the leg opening and tugged them to the side and pushed my fingers between the lips of her pussy. She was, indeed, very wet. I started to rub her clit, making her moan. Very wet. I said. I like this idea. If we can pull it off. I have a plan. Tara said, biting her lip as I pushed a couple fingers into her, leaving my thumb to rub on her clit. That doesn't surprise me. I said. I think you always have a plan. True. She said, rocking her hips in time to my fingers and rubbing. Plans within plans within plans. The girls go out for drinks every Friday night. Mandy included. I knew this. I had been invited to join them a couple of times but had always refused, preferring to just go home. Sure, I said. They oh damn yes. Just like that, she said. They invited me. The bar is just up the street. I said I would go. You should come with me. Your wife is busy, right? I nodded. Janice had a work thing in another city Friday evening. She was fling out in the morning, staying overnight, and then returning sometime Saturday. Okay, I said, continuing to play with April, fingers slowly pushing into her, curling along the top of her channel and drawing back, making her moan. I guess I could come for a drink. And then? Leave it to me, Tara said. Okay, I trust you, I said. I reached forward and unzipped the fastener on her hip, loosening her skirt enough that I could push it up and move between her thighs. I dropped my mouth to her cunt and began to suck and lick while my fingers sped in her. Within five minutes I had her thighs clamped around my ears and her fingers in my hair as she came against my tongue. I need to be inside you again. I said hoarsely after she had come down from her climax. I moved up her body and kissed her as I pushed into her wet and ready cunt. I fucked her hard and fast on my desk, trusting the soundproofing to contain the cries she made as our bodies slapped together. Neither of us were taking our time and within another five minutes I was coming deep in my assistant while she wrapped her legs tight around my ass. An hour and a half later I was walking through my front door, the bags of our dry cleaning over my shoulder. I was greeted with the delicious smell of food. Ty, if I guess correctly. Janice, I called out. You home? My wife came around the corner, entering the kitchen. She had been home at least long enough to change out of her work clothing. She was wearing a tank top and jeans. Her hair was pulled back into a ponytail. She looked good, reminding me that. While I might have a hot young thing at work, I was married to a beautiful woman. Hello? She said, starting to unpack takeout food from the paper bags they had been delivered in. My guess had been correct. She had brought home food from our favorite Thai place. What's the occasion? 
I asked, gesturing to the food and dropping the dry cleaning to drape across one of the counter stools. Nothing really, Janice said. I just didn't feel like cooking. I still have to pack tonight. And I got extra so you can have leftovers for supper tomorrow when you are here on your own. Good idea, I said. Thanks. Let me help. I entered the kitchen and started to pull down plates and set the table. Janice stopped me with a hand on my chest, looking up at me. Hey you, she said, smiling, tilting her head back. I took the hint and kissed her. Usually our kisses were quick, but this time she opened her mouth and our tongues flicked against one another. Suddenly a thought occurred to me. Had I washed my face properly earlier? I had spent a good chunk of my day with my face between Tara's legs. Could Janice smell her in my beard? Could she taste Tara's pussy on my lips? My heart was pounding as these thoughts shot through my mind. I tried to melt into the kiss, tried to enjoy and appreciate that this was the woman I loved kissing me, but mostly I failed. Janice, for her part, seemed not to realize what I was going through. I felt her sigh happily as she pressed her chest against mine. Her arms reached around me and her palms ran up my back. I made myself do the same for her. When the kiss finally broke my wife looked up at me, love in her eyes. The guilt I felt at that moment, thinking about the way I had been betraying her every day, was like a punch to the gut. She looked at me with perfect adoration and trust and I knew that I did not deserve it. Janice smiled slyly at me and reached between us and gripped my belt and began to undo it. Someone is frisky today, I said smiling, hiding my panic. I've missed you, she said, popping the belt open and starting to unbutton and zip down my zipper. I've missed us. I'm sorry that I haven't been much fun lately. I've been so busy, you've been so busy. Her hand reached into my pants and under the elastic band of my underwear, gripping my cock that was slowly coming to life. I'm sorry that I've been neglecting you, she said, giving my cock a squeeze. Hey, I said. It's okay. I understand. Janice pushed my pants off of my hips and they fell to a pool around my feet. She smiled at me and began to lower herself to her knees. Again, the panic hit me. While my face might not still smell like Tara's pussy, there was no way that my cock would not. I had spent a long time inside her that day, and her juices must have coated my cock, the smell of them in my trimmed pubic hair. Um, wait, I said panicking. I didn't get a chance to shower this morning and I was hot all day. The, um, AC broke? I was pretty sweaty. Why don't I go grab a quick shower? Janice, now on her knees, smiled up at me and pulled my underwear down, causing my cock to spring free, bouncing in front of her. I was about half hard, suddenly concerned that I was not going to be able to get it up again, having come a couple times already that day. I like how you smell, Brian, she said and opened her mouth taking the head of my cock into it. I groaned at the sensation of suction as she bobbed her head. I did not, it turned out, need to be worried. My cock responded to Janice's mouth and began to swell to full erectness. I leaned back against the kitchen island and sighed at the feeling. See, my wife said. He's missed me too. She pumped my cock in front of her face, the foreskin sliding back and forth over the swollen purple head. My mind was split in two. One half was enjoying the rare sensation of my wife sucking my cock and the other was panicking, worried that she would suddenly realize what I had been up to and bite down, unmanning me. Hmm. She moaned around my cock, the vibrations sending a shiver up my spine. She took me out of her mouth again and looked up. I don't know what you were worried about. You smell and taste delicious. I coughed, suppressing a laugh at that. I had to agree with her. 
Tara's sex did taste and smell wonderful. My wife just didn't know what she had in her mouth. I began to rock my hips in time to her sucking motions. If it was Tara I might have gripped the back of her head and started fucking her throat, but Janice had always had trouble taking much of my cock. I couldn't help but compare the two, looking down at my wife. Janice was thinner. More angular, sharper, in her features. Tara's cheeks were plumper. Janice's brown eyes looked up at me, love in them, but Tara's green ones were always worshipful. Both women were beautiful. Tara was, however, the better cocksucker, I concluded. She took me deep in her throat when she sucked me off, pleasuring me with gusto. Janice's mouth mostly worked the last three inches of my cock, her fist wrapped around the rest of the shaft. I found myself wanting to force more of myself into her mouth but knew that this was not the right person for that. In a perverse way the fact that Janice was sucking the cock that had recently been in another woman was actually making the blowjob better for me. Once I had gotten over the waves of shame and guilt, the idea that my wife was sucking the dried juices of my lover off of me made my cock throb. Get up here. I finally said after five or so minutes. I didn't think I was going to be able to come from this blowjob and did not want Janice to ask me why. She stood up and kissed me again, and I reached between us and unbuttoned her jeans, reaching in and finding her wet and ready. I pushed the jeans down to the floor and she stepped out of them. I gripped her shoulders and turned her around, facing the counter, and stepped behind her. I missed us too, I said, lining my cock against her sex and pushing it between her lips. She was slick and wet, ready for me. I dipped my hips and let my cock head settle against her opening before straightening my legs and pushing up into her. She groaned as my cock filled her, and I groaned as the wet heat engulfed me. I gripped her hips and began to fuck my wife against the counter. Slowly at first, enjoying the feeling of being inside her after a long time, but speeding up. Janice was crying out, pushing herself back against my thrusts, plans on the counter. I leaned forward and she turned her head to kiss me as I slammed forward. I could not help but compare this feeling to fucking my assistant. Tara was undeniably tighter than my wife. When I reached around and gripped my wife's breasts I have to admit I missed the full double Ds of Tara, compared to my wife's smaller C-cups. Still, Janice and I had been fucking for years. We knew each other's bodies and knew exactly how to get one another off. With one hand I pinched her nipple through her top, the other hand found her clit, and I rubbed as I fucked her. Soon she was moaning, her voice rising to almost shouts as I fucked her. I was close too, her hip twist stimulating me. Finally she arched her back and tensed her body as she came. I was deep inside her and held myself tight against her, pressing her clit hard as she climaxed. She fell forward, cheek against the counter, and I resumed thrusting into her, chasing my own climax, finally coming in her with a shout. I collapsed forward as well laying along her back. It took us a few minutes to catch our breaths. Finally she moved out from under me, my now soft cock slipping out of her. That was so nice, she said. We should be doing that more often. I nodded in agreement. For a brief moment I had forgotten my young lover and just enjoyed being with my wife. But she went upstairs to clean up and I finished putting out the plates for food and the spell was broken. Almost immediately my mind wandered to Tara, wondering what she was up to. Looking forward to seeing her again the next day. Wondering what she had planned for the next night. Then the guilt hit again. Later that night, after Janice had packed and gone to bed I called Tara. Her face filled my phone as she answered with video. Hello sir, she said smiling at me. That smile. It made me melt every time. Hi Tara, I said. How was your evening? 
Boring, she replied. I was waiting for you to call. We chatted a bit, and I chose her outfit for the next day. A dark skirt with a barely perceptible plaid pattern, a cream blouse with a deep collar, and a black bra and panty set. So, I said eventually, I'm not sure if this is awkward or not, but I thought I should tell you. Janice and I, well, we fucked earlier. Tara paused and looked at the camera. I could not really read her face through the screen. I don't know, I said. I mean, I guess it shouldn't be weird, but it kind of seems like it is. Finally, Tara spoke. It's about time, she said. That's it. That's it, she said. Honestly, I don't want to badmouth your wife to you, but I've been pretty pissed off at her. You, I asked. Why would you be pissed off? She just... Tara paused, searching for the words. She's just wasting it. Wasting what she has. She should be fucking you every day. She should be enjoying the man she has. Enjoying what you offer. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad that you found me, that we found each other. But she should have been doing her job all along. I don't want anything to change between us. I said. Even if she starts to do her job. Of course not. Tara said and there was a hint of panic in her voice. Please. I am so happy with you. I don't want to change anything either. Anyway, I'm pretty confident you'll keep coming back to me. Oh yeah. I teased. Why do you think that? Mr. Whitecastle. Tara said seriously. Tell me the truth. Was it better with her? I had to shake my head. If I was being honest it was not. Is she more attractive than I am? Again I had to shake my head. You still want to fuck you young slutty pussy? Yes, I said vehemently. I would fuck you right now if you were here. Then I'm not worried, she said. Now we need to get some sleep. We have a big night ahead of us tomorrow. I grinned, excited for whatever Tara had up her sleeve. We said good night and I went up and crawled into bed with my wife. I woke up early to say goodbye to my wife before she left for the airport then took my time getting ready. I was already thinking about that evening and Tara's idea that she was going to hook us up with Mandy. I was excited and apprehensive. Cheating on my wife with Tara was exciting and still fairly new. Adding another woman to the mix was both thrilling and scary. The day went by very slowly. I had a nice session with Tara when I inspected her outfit. She looked good enough to eat. We made out a bit, our hands wandering over each other but when I started to pull down her panties she stopped me. Let's save it for tonight. It'll be worth the wait, I promise, she said, stepping away from me. I grunted in frustration but agreed with her request. All day it was all I could do not to grab my assistant and fuck her on my desk but I refrained, trusting her, building up my excitement for the night ahead. Finally the day ended and Tara left before me, heading to the bar with Mandy and her friends. The place was just a couple of blocks away from the office and as discussed with Tara, I waited about half an hour before heading out to join them. The bar was in the basement of an old building that, before being retrofitted into an office, had been a warehouse. The ceilings were low, and the lights were dim. A long bar ran down one wall with tall tables in front of it. There was a small dance floor, currently bereft of people, and at the back of the room large booths with rich burgundy vinyl. It was a cozy place, the music was a bit loud, but it was not too busy this early on a Friday, mostly filled with people having a drink after work. Some people sat alone at the bar. Others milled about in small groupings. Coworkers, I assumed. I scanned the room and spotted my own group in a couple of booths at the back of the room. I could see Mandy talking to Tara, leaning in towards her to hear her over the music and sounds of the bar. 
At that table was Tara, Mandy and some young woman I did not recognize. At the other was a group of three other girls who I vaguely recognized from the office. They were all cute, but did not catch my interest the way that Mandy and Tara did. At that table was also one guy. I suspected he wanted to fuck one of the girls and had glommed onto the gathering to do so. Not unlike myself, I thought. One thing I have found is that when you never take part in company outings, when you finally do decide to join one you are treated like some kind of hero returning from a war. It was Tara who spotted me first. I suspected she had been watching the door for my arrival. We made eye contact and smiled at one another from across the room. I did not think I could look at her and not smile. I saw her nudge Mandy and gesture towards me. Mandy's head swiveled and she broke out into a wide grin as I came to the table. Brian! She almost shouted. I can't believe it! Tara said you might come. I've been trying to get you to come out with us forever. She stood up from the table and wrapped her arms around me, hugging me tightly. I could feel her breasts press up against my chest and caught the sweet smell of her shampoo. Her hug may have been a moment or two too long, but she soon stepped back and smiled at me. So what could possibly convince stoic Mr. Whitecastle to deign to join us for a drink? She teased. The only thing that could have done that is you, Mandy. I said. I took a moment to look her up and down, openly checking her out. She was wearing a loose skirt that came halfway down her thighs, and three-inch black heels. She had shed the blazer that I always saw her in, and I was happy to see that she had been hiding a very nice set of breasts. Her white blouse was loose, but cut down to show a nice line of cleavage. Her face was lightly done up with makeup, her lips a dark brown, a lot's red color. Her dark eyes sparkled when I met them with my own blue ones. Her black hair was loose and hung, framing her pretty face, down to her shoulders. Her cheeks were a bit blushed having noticed me checking her out, but she smiled at me, unoffended. Brian, Mandy said, putting her arm through mine and pulling me the last couple steps to the table. This is Brit. She just started in finance. The girl I did not recognize looked up from her phone and smiled vaguely in my direction before looking back down and resumed texting. Don't mind her, Mandy said. She's fighting with her boyfriend so she's no fun. Come on, sit down. Let's get you a drink. She waved at a passing waitress before sliding back into the booth beside Tara. She patted the red vinyl beside her. I dropped down beside her and pushed over so that our legs were touching. I glanced at Tara and gave her a small smile which she returned. When the waitress came to the table I ordered an old-fashioned and handed her my credit card. She was cute with a button nose and a tight t-shirt that showed off her curves. Both these tables on my tap, please, I said. Mr. Whitecastle, Mandy said in mock outrage. Are you trying to get us drunk and take advantage of us? She leaned against me and whispered in my ear. Be careful. It might work. Like most work gatherings we wound up doing exactly what nobody wanted to do, talking about work. Tara was quiet, adding only the odd comment, sitting there with a small smile on her face. Mandy, as always, was incredibly chatty. She was easy to talk to and, outside of any expectation I had, I enjoyed hanging out with her. She was, as always, very flirty, but if Tara had not been there I would have assumed that it was just talk that nothing would come from. Britt eventually put her phone away and joined into the conversation. The two of them were giggling and sharing gossip. I chimed in from time to time but mostly just relaxed and sipped my drink. I had a second one delivered, staying mostly sober while Mandy got a bit tipsy. Eventually Brit announced she had to go, leaving just me Mandy and Tara at the booth. I glanced around and saw that from our original group we were the only ones left. 
I looked over at Tara, and she gave me a sly smile. So, Mandy said, leaning back against the vinyl behind her. I have to say I'm pretty proud of myself. It looks like you two were a good match. You seem to work so well together. We do, I said. You did a great job putting us together. Yes, Tara agreed. We fit together perfectly. Tara takes care of all my needs. I added. I am always totally satisfied. Me too, Tara said. So very, very satisfied. That's great, Mandy said, seeming to miss our true meanings. I wish I was as good at setting myself up with a man as I am at HR. Ugh, it's been rough. Poor Mandy, Tara said. I was feeling the same way before I met my man. Mandy looked over at Tara and grinned. You didn't tell me you met anyone. That's amazing. What's his name? How did you meet? How dare you not tell me about a new boyfriend? Tara shrugged. Well, boyfriend is maybe not the right word. What we have is a bit more complicated than that. Tara reached across Mandy's lap and laid her hand on my thigh. We both watched as Mandy's eyes opened with realization. Oh, she said. Oh shit. Guys, maybe you shouldn't be telling me this. As an HR rep, I'm kind of obligated to report this. Report what? Tara asked, mischievously. She laid her other hand on Mandy's thigh just below the hem of her skirt. I don't think there is anything to report here, is there? Tara began to push her hand up Mandy's thigh, pushing the skirt up as she went. Mandy stiffened but did not move to stop the touch. Wait, Mandy said. This is... She was cut off by a gasp that escaped her lips as Tara's hand disappeared under her skirt. You keep telling me that you aren't meeting men that can satisfy you. Mr. Whitecastle always satisfies. Every time. Tara placed her free hand on mine, picking it up and guiding it to Mandy's other thigh. I gripped lightly my fingers pushing small dents into the soft skin. I could feel Minnie shiver under my touch. Guys, Mandy said, a note of desperation in her voice. We shouldn't. Tara's hand slid higher, disappearing under the black skirt. Mr. Whitecastle is the best fuck I have ever had, Mandy, Tara said, interrupting her. I know you think about him. Imagine him. Imagine him fucking you. And I can tell you, it's better than you imagine. Don't you want that? I also began to push my hand higher, my fingers tracing along the silken skin of Mary's thigh. I watched her close her eyes for a moment and take a deep breath. The backs of my fingers brushed against the back of Tara's, just below the place where Mandy's thighs met. Tara had not touched Mandy's sex yet. I knew, instinctively, that she was saving that first touch for me. Mandy, I said, brushing my fingertips across the front of what felt like lace panties. I could feel the heat of her pussy, the dampness of the material. I knew she was losing her battle against her desire. We can stop right now, if you like. On Monday we can pretend this never happened. If you want. Or. I continued and pressed my fingers against her, feeling her swollen clit through the panties and rubbing it. We can keep going and see where it leads us. It's up to you. Fuck. Mandy said under her breath. She opened her eyes and looked into Tara's then mine. I saw need there. Desire. Lust. I don't. I don't want to stop. I couldn't help but smile. I hooked my finger into the edge of her panties and tugged them aside, allowing my fingertips to rub against her bare pussy. She moaned quietly. I leaned towards her and kissed her. Her lips parted as mine met hers and our tongues darted against one another. I pushed my middle finger into her, feeling that she was already very wet. Her hips bucked against my hand. That's a good girl. 
I heard Tara whisper. You should touch him. Feel what you have been dreaming about. I was fully hard, the bulge in my trousers hidden by the tabletop. Mandy did as she was told and as I broke the kiss I felt her small hand wrap around my shaft. I pushed a second finger into her and curled them. Fuck. She moaned. Oh damn. This feels nice. Just wait until you feel it in you. Tara whispered. Mandy had my cock on her fist, on the outside of the pants and was tugging at it. It felt good but the fabric between us limited the pleasure. Luckily Mandy's hand was soon joined by Tara's. Tara expertly popped the button of my fly, zipped down the zipper, reached in and freed me. Mandy gripped the bare shaft now and looked down, seeing my thick cock fill her fist. She licked her lips. Tara wrapped her fingers around Mandy's and the two of them pumped my shaft there in the booth. I was stroking my fingers in Mandy's cunt and Tara used her free hand to rub Mandy's clit while I finger-fucked her. I live close, Tara said. Do you want to come home with Mr. Whitecastle and I, Mandy? Mandy looked back and forth between us. I could see her running calculations behind her eyes. Could she get in trouble for this? Was this a mistake? Did she really want this that bad? Yes, she said, deciding. Take me home, you horny perverts. This is crazy, but yes. Let's do this. Tara broke out in a grin, and I kissed Mandy again, fingers inside her, before breaking it and pulling my digits out of her. She whimpered when I did. I quickly did my pants back up and gestured for the waitress to bring the final bill. Within ten minutes we were paid up and outside. Tara had called an Uber. It was only a few blocks, but we decided not to walk. I kept my arm around Mandy's waist, holding her against me. She was leaning against me, cheek on my shoulder. My other arm was around Tara who turned and kissed me. I thought to myself how lucky I must look from the outside. Any man walking by would be racked with jealousy and admiration. I knew because I would feel the same way myself. The car arrived and we piled into the back with me in the middle. The driver gave me a look in the rear view mirror, a raised eyebrow and a smirk. I smiled back and shrugged. Then turned to kiss Mandy. Then to Tara. Back and forth I felt their soft lips on mine. Their tongues against my tongue. Tara kissed me like she always did. With lust but also tenderness. Like she was feeling complete when our mouths were on one another. Mandy kissed me hungrily. Like she was needing something and was trying to take it. I met both kisses where they were giving each girl what she needed. Tara's hand was in my lap, gripping my cock soon joined by Mandy's. Together they jerked my on the outside of my pants in the back of that Uber. My arms were around both girls, behind their backs. My hand behind Mandy dropped and cupped her breast, rubbing the fingers across her nipple, which was hard under my touch. I pinched it through the blouse and she gasped, but grinned and kissed me again. The driver kept glancing in the mirror to see as much of this as he could. I was glad that he was able to avoid any accidents, and very soon we were at Tara's place. I reached into my wallet and handed the driver a $50 bill. I had paid for the car through the app but wanted him to have some cash. He thanked me, looked the girls up and down with a leer and we piled out and headed up. While Tara and I had been fucking for a while, I had never gone to her apartment before. It was up two flights of stairs in a cool building. We took those stairs as quickly as the girls' heels could manage. Tara unlocked the door as Mandy and I kissed behind her, Manx roaming across each other's bodies, and let us in. I broke away from the HR representative to take a look around. I had seen most parts of Tara's place over video on our nightly calls, so I had a pretty good idea what everything looked like. The door opened onto a wide room that had a kitchen and island on one side, and a living room on the other.
It wasn't large but not cramped. In the living room was a small couch, a chair, a TV and a couple of plants. I could see a small hall that had a few doors off of it. Bathroom and bedroom, I correctly assumed. It was small but felt like a home. It was clean and everything was tidy and in its place. Nice place, Tara, Mandy said, after looking around. I'm so glad we aren't at mine. It's a mess. Thanks, Tara said. Anyone want a drink? Mandy and I said yes and followed Tara to the kitchen area. Now that we were here the desperation of our touching and kissing had lessened a bit. The air was still full of sexual tension but we all knew it was going to happen and were no longer rushing. Unsurprisingly Tara had my favorite bourbon and made a perfect bourbon old-fashioned. She made gin tonics for herself and Mandy. I leaned against her counter, feeling the edge on my lower back, sipping the drink that Tara had expertly made for me. Tara and Mandy walked in front of me, Tara leading the other girl by her hand. They stopped, staring in front of me, arms lightly around each other's waists. I couldn't help but compare them. They were both still wearing the clothes they had worn to the office. Tara looked at me and her pert lips curled into a small smile. Mandy's face was a bit flushed. A mix of drink, excitement, and just a tinge of fear, I guessed. She was a bit shorter than Tara but both looked delectable. I think it's time you properly see what you've been imagining, don't you? Tara said to Mandy. I sure do, Mandy said enthusiastically. I can't believe we are doing this. Tara sank to her knees in front of me, scooting forward until she was kneeling slightly to my left. Come on, she said to Mandy. Join me. Mandy did the same and kneeled just to my right. Tara ran her hand up my front, over my stomach then back down to the pronounced bulge in my pants. She gripped my belt, unbuckling it. She pooped the button for the second time that evening and unzipped. She pushed the pants open and let them fall to a pool around my feet. I was still wearing my boxer briefs and my hard cock strained against them. Tara kissed the head through the fabric before gripping the band and pulling them down as well. My cock was pulled down for a moment then popped free, smacking into my stomach. It bobbed in front of the two women. The purple head was half-sheathed in foreskin and the thick vein along the top of it almost throbbed. Damn, Mandy said. That there is a really nice cock. I mean, yeah. Damn. Tara gripped the shaft and pulled it back, revealing the entirety of the head before opening her mouth and taking me in. The warm wetness engulfed me and I groaned at the feeling. She stopped at about half the length and sucked as she pumped the bottom of the shaft before pulling me out of her mouth with a pop. A string of saliva linked my head with her lips for a moment before breaking. Come on, Mandy, Tara said, gripping my shaft at the base while leaning back. Mandy kicked her lips a last moment of hesitation before she leaned in to take Tara's place. Her lips parted and I watched as I disappeared into her mouth. The sight of my assistant feeding my cock to Mandy was so sexy I groaned. Mandy bobbed her head a few times taking me pretty deep, her lips hitting Tara's fist. Tara released my cock and placed her hand on the back of Mandy's head, fingers buried in her dark hair. You can take more, Tara told her, and when Mandy sucked me in again she pushed, forcing more of me into her mouth my cock hitting the back of her throat. Mandy pulled back, gagging a bit and took my cock out her mouth. Fuck, Mandy said. That's hot. Do it again. You too fuck my throat. I grinned down at the girls as Tara bunched her hand into a fist in Mandy's hair. Tara used her other hand to grip Mandy's chin. She lined the girl's mouth up with my cock and shoved, pushing me deep into her mouth, and when I met the resistance of her throat pushed me even deeper. Mandy's eyes went wide and her palms came up to rest on my hips, but she did not push away. Her eyes watered, 
smudging her eyeliner, and her cheeks reddened. Finally Tara hauled her back, the lips sliding along my cock. Tara began shoving Mandy's head back and forth, the full length of my cock sliding in and out. I could not help myself, but start thrusting my hips to meet her. Each time my cock hit her throat Mandy made a glug sound. Good girl. I encouraged her. That's the way to take a cock. Tara pulled Mandy's head back, my cock, coated in spit popping free, and tilted her face back. Tara kissed her deeply before leaning forward and sucking my cock into her mouth while Mandy watched, gasping for breath. Mandy leaned forward and put her face near Tara's. Tara took my cock out of her warm mouth and pressed her lips to one side of the tip. Mandy did the same and they both began to lick, swirling their tongues together around the purple head. I pressed on the backs of both their heads and began to thrust my hips, sliding my cock between their kiss. Tara, I said finally, don't you think it's time we undressed Mandy? Tara looked up at me and smiled. Yes, sir, she replied. She reached over and began to unbutton Mandy's blouse, slowly popping each button. Finally, she pushed the top open, revealing a dark lacy bra. Mandy let the shirt drop down off her shoulders, falling to the floor. The bra did an amazing job of holding up Mandy's breasts, pushing them together creating a deep cleavage. Tara reached behind the HR rep and expertly unclasped the bra, letting Mandy's breasts fall free. They were full and large. They hung a bit lower than Tara's but were not sagging. The nipples were a slight shade of brown, thick and hard. Tara leaned forward and sucked one into her mouth, causing Mandy to roll her head back and groan. Tara moved to the other breast and sucked that nipple as well leaving them both hard and glistening with spit. Gorgeous, I said in admiration. Thank you, Brian, Mandy said with a bit of a giggle. I'm glad you approve. Mandy removed Tara's top in a similar manner, and soon she was kissing my assistant's slightly larger, slightly perkier breasts, her tongue flicking across the pink nipples. I couldn't take it any longer and reached down and gripped Mandy's shoulders, lifting her. Get up here, I demanded. She stood and I pulled her against me, kissing her. Tara stood as well and wrapped her arms around Mandy, unbuttoning my shirt. Within moments Mandy's hard nipples were pressed against my bare chest. I slid my palms up her sides and cupped her breasts in my hands rubbing my thumbs across her nipples. She moaned into my mouth. My bare cock was pressed against her stomach and I felt Tara's hand brush across it as she reached between us and began to finger Mandy while we made out. Let's get in the bed, I said, my voice husky with lust. I broke the kiss with Mandy and shed the last of my clothing. Mandy pushed her skirt down and was now also naked. The last to strip was Tara. Tara took Mandy's hand and led her towards the door to the bedroom. I took a moment and watched their asses as they walked away from me before following. Tara had a queen-sized bed that took up the bulk of the bedroom and Mandy flopped onto it, landing on her back. She scooted back, spreading her legs as she did. Tara crawled onto the bed between them, and within moments Mandy was moaning as Tara buried her face between her thighs. My assistant was on her knees, ass in the air, her plump pussy lips glistening in the low light. I stood there in the doorway for a moment, slowly stroking my hard cock as I watched Mandy's breasts rise and fall, a pretty flush creeping across the skin. I could not hold back any longer and stepped behind Tara, and rubbed the head of my cock between her pussy lips. She was slick and wet, and moaned into Mandy's cunt as I ran it against her clit. I dipped my hips, gripped her hips in my hands and pushed myself into her, groaning as her hot cunt enveloped me. She moaned into Mandy's cunt but did not stop sucking and licking. Mandy's head was rolled back, and she was biting her lips as waves of pleasure from Tara's mouth washed over her. I began to stroke into Tara slowly, 
watching as her lips gripped my cock. She broke her assault on Mandy's pussy and looked at me over her shoulder. I thought we brought Mandy here for you to fuck her, not me, she said with a smirk. I just, I said and slammed my cock hard into her. Couldn't help myself. Get that cock over here, Mandy said propping herself on her elbows. I want some of what Tara's been having. I pulled out of Tara who rolled to the side and scooted up to lay alongside the other girl. As much as I wanted to be inside Mandy I took a moment to pause and look at the two lovely women laying there looking at me. Just a couple of months ago I was devoted to my wife, living a life with very little sex and much frustrated masturbation. Now I was here with two women who wanted me to fuck them. So much change in such a short while. I crawled onto the bed between Mandy's spread legs and looked down at her. Are you going to fuck me, Daddy? She asked. Can I call you Daddy while you fuck me? Yes, I am, I said. And yes, you can. Let me put you in her, Tara said, gripping my cock in her fist. It was slick and glistening with her juices. She lined my cock up with Mandy's cunt, rubbing the head through her lips, making the girl moan. Oh, fuck, Mandy said. I need this. Fuck me. Tara smirked and leaned forward, her face close to Mandy's. She continued to rub my cock against Mandy's clit. Beg for it, slut, she whispered. Beg for your daddy to fuck you. Oh shit, Mandy moaned. Please, daddy. Please, Tara. Fuck me. Use me. Good girl, I said, and pushed forward, Tara's hand still around my shaft, sinking in as deep as I could go with her grip in the way. Mandy was wet with Tara's spit and her own pleasure, and I sank into her tight cunt with little resistance. Fuck, Mandy moaned. That's good. More. More, please. Fuck me like a slut, daddy. Tara removed her hand as I pulled back and drove forward, slamming myself into Mandy, who shouted out with satisfaction. I began to fuck her hard, pulling back almost my entire length before slamming forward again, our hips slapping together. Mandy cried out each time I thrust into her. After a minute or so Tara moved and threw her leg over Mandy's face, straddling it, facing me. She lowered her pussy to Mandy's mouth and the HR rep responded, stretching her tongue to Tara's sex as she descended. Tara and my eyes met as I drove into Mandy. Tara was grinding her hips against Mandy's mouth, her freckled cheeks red with lust, her perfect breasts heaving. Below her Mandy's body quivered with each thrust I made, her breasts bouncing as I fucked her. Tara reached forward and began to run Mandy's clit just above my driving cock. I could hear Mandy's moans, muffled by Tara's pussy. That's right, slut, Tara said. Come on, Mr. Hawthorne's cock. Tara leaned forward and we kissed, our tongues dancing as I fucked Mandy and Tara rode her face. I could feel Mandy lifting her hips to meet mine as I drove into her and hear her moans speed up. I could feel her climax building. I fucked her hard and fast, chasing her orgasm. Suddenly she began to buck, the lower half of her body spawning. I had to grip her hips to hold her in place as she lost control of herself as she came. I drove deep into her and ground my hips against her as she came. Eventually her movements slowed, the spasms of her legs subsiding. I began to slowly stroke in her again. You've come, slut, Tara said. Now make me come. It was amazing, seeing Tara act and speak this way. With me she had always been submissive, but with Mandy she was taking control. She was using the girl like a toy. It was very hot. I sped up my thrust, and I could see Mandy catch her breath and begin to suck and lick again. I could tell that Tara was close and I reached forward as pressed my fingers against her clit, just above where Mandy's mouth was working. 
I rubbed her in time to my thrust into the girl below us. Tara tensed up and squeaked as she reached her own climax, grinding her pussy against the face of the girl below her. She gasped. It was not the most explosive orgasm I had seen from Tara, but the sight of it was incredibly exciting. Fuck. Yes. Don't stop. Tara shouted. She crested her climax and opened her eyes, looking into mine, smiling widely. I'm close. I grunted, warning Tara. Good, she said. Come in her. You want that, don't you, slut? She asked Mandy, moving to lay beside her. Yes? Mandy gasped. I want it. Say it. Tara demanded. Tell us you want him to come in you. Come in me, please. Come in me, daddy. I need it. I sped up, Mandy's whole body shaking as I fucked her, chasing my orgasm. I could feel that tingle at the base of my cock, the way my ball sack tightened against me. I grunted as I drove deep, finally reaching the peak and releasing. Mandy arched her back and moaned as she felt my hot cum spray into her. I groaned, pushing my hips hard against hers as I spasmed inside her. After a few moments I sat back on my feet, letting my cock slip out of her. Tara moved to kiss me, pressing her body against mine. How was that, Mr. Whitecastle? Did I bring you a good slut? You brought me a good one, I said smiling. Two good sluts in this bed tonight. Let me clean her up, Tara said, and I moved out of her way as she crawled between Mandy's legs. I watched her tongue dart out and lick the trickle of cum that dribbled out of Mandy's cunt before Tara dived in and started to suck my spunk out of the girl. Oh shit, Mandy moaned. No more. It's too, too much, fuck. I sat back and received my heaving breath as I watched Tara eat Mandy out. Mandy quickly came again, a smaller climax than her previous. Tara let her come then moved up her body, her breasts pressed into Mandy's as they came face to face. You should taste this too, Tara said and opened her mouth over Mandy's letting a mix of spit, my cum and Mandy's pour onto, and into Mandy's. The girl opened up and swallowed everything Tara fed her. Finally Tara laid down her body along Mandy's and I moved to lay behind her. The three of us were holding one another in Tara's bed. You guys, Mandy said after a bit. You guys are amazing. I don't think I've come that hard in. Actually, I don't think I've come that hard in my life. Thank you. Thank you both. I told you his cock was worth it, didn't I? Tara said. You were right. Damn. I'm so jealous that you get to fuck him every day. We cuddled there for a bit, me idly running my hand lightly up and down Tara's side, fingertips gliding along her smooth skin. Occasionally I reached across and did the same for Mandy, feeling her shiver under my touch. With two beautiful, naked women in bed with me it's not surprising that I felt my cock stir once more. Tara could feel it pressing against her bare ass and wiggled against me. We aren't done yet, slut, she told Mandy before kissing her. She lifted a leg and reached between her thighs, guiding my cock into her. She groaned as she pushed back against me, feeling me enter her. I was only able to make short movements but the feeling of being inside my assistant was heaven as always. I reached across her and pushed two fingers into Mandy's still sopping wet pussy and fingered her at the same pace I fucked Tara. Finally I needed more. I stayed inside Tara and gripped her around her waist, rolling us both. I positioned her on her hands and knees and began to fuck her faster and harder. Get under there. I told Mandy and she nodded. She scooted so that she was on her back, face under Tara's pussy where I was driving my cock in and out. She lifted her head and I felt her tongue on the bottom of my cock as she licked us both from below. 
I pulled my cock out of Tara making her whimper and aimed it down towards Mandy who knew what to do. She took me in her mouth and sucked before pushing my back into my assistant. I lost track of time, fucking Tara. I alternated between my assistant's cunt and Mandy's mouth until again I could barely hold back my cum. I felt Tara's cunt clench around me as she cried out in another climax. That was too much and I released as well, coming inside her. I pulled out quickly and let my second spurt splash across Mandy's face, landing in her mouth and across her cheeks, before slamming back into Tara to finish coming inside of her. I pulled out and this time it was Mandy's turn to eagerly lick my cum out of Tara. I flopped onto my back beside them and watched them until Mandy was sated. You girls are amazing, I said, meaning every word. The two girls crawled up and laid against either side of my chest while I wrapped my arms around them. The three of us fell asleep that way. I fucked Mandy once more that night. I woke up in the perfect dark, my cock hard. I rolled towards one of the girls at random, and it happened to be her. I fucked her missionary style while Tara slept beside us. We both came and drifted back to sleep. I was woken again by the sounds of Mandy getting ready to go. She was already half-dressed. Tara woke as well and smiled at her. Oh, Mandy said. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to wake you guys up. I had an amazing night but I have to go. I'll see you guys Monday. Jesus, our team meetings will be wild. I won't be able to think about anything but this. We need to do it again soon. After she left Tara cuddled against me. Did you have fun last night, Mr. Whitecastle? She asked. I did. I said. Thank you. You are the best. Best assistant. Best everything. I'm just trying to do a good job for you. She said and kissed me. So, ready for some more? I had to chuckle. Yes. I said, rolling on top of Tara. Always. The End This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Visit the other channels for more stories with a different focus. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out.